The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers Podcast, show number 292, being recorded on January the 25th, 2020. I am one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez, and Jesus walks out today. I'm joined by my friend from the West Coast, the best coast, Gunny Chief, Henley Merrill. Welcome back. Thank you, buddy. Hi. Mm. How the hell are you guys? Mighty fine. Good to see everyone here in the room. Yeah, doing mighty fine there, partner. And from Little Ohio, the Mayo. Hey, what's up, Little Ohio and, and Little Mayo hiding in this little room over here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in the little room in Little Ohio in a little garage. You got your hoodie on. I see steam I coming out of your mouth. What, it must I got be a house full of kids running around, so I had to come out to the garage and hide. Mayo is hiding, guys. He is hiding from the children. Even though it's minus five where you're at right now, the <laughs> chill factor. Anyways, people, you can follow us at underscore Horrible Gamers. Join our Facebook group, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community, if you want to. You can also find the page, Horrible Gamers Podcast. That's the page. Leave a review on the page. Leave a review on iTunes and all that good stuff. You can also support the show by heading on over to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers. Like our friend, Jonathan Hallhass, uh, Alan, maybe H. I need to fucking pull up the list, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's an every week thing with you. <laughs> Uh, Thank yeah. you, Patreons. All right. Uh, now I gotta pull up. I gotta, I gotta pull up the list here, guys. Oh fuck! Active Patreons: Adam Sender, Ellen, maybe H. Bill Garner the Second, Brandon Willier, Brian Capessa, Chad, Commandalorian, David Snyder, Evan Tanaka, Henley M, Jesse Kraft, John Jerome, Jonathan D. Hall, and Polo McMahon, Nipron, Porkchop, Pooh, Robbie Wheat. The Mayo, Subbator, and Redderholic! Thank you all for being Patreon Machine, motherfucker, you! Yeah! Rock! Mm, yeah. 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 Also, you can head on over to Stitcher, ladies and gentlemen. And at Stitcher, when you sign up for a monthly subscription of premium or a yearly subscription, use promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS to get a month for free on your plan whether you sign up for a year or month to month it's up to you with stitcher premium you get access to exclusive shows and ad free listening so if you fucking hate ads get a stitcher premium account there you go there you go use promo code horrible gamers anyways guys i want to give a quick shout out to redbubble because at Redbubble, you can go and buy some gear, some HGP gear, and you just go there, right? Type in Redbubble. I'll wait. I'll wait. Go ahead. You got some time. I'll wait. All right, you're there. All right, now in the search bar, you're going to type Horrible Gamers. Click on the dude wearing our shirt, our logo. And there, you can click on 70-plus items to buy. Just buy them all. Just click on all of them and buy them all. I, I dare you. I fucking dare you. That is your challenge. You. Buy all of them. Anyways, 
Moving on now. Don't, I think, wants to see that shower curtain. I want to think. Now, don't send us that link. Only to Cunningham, I mean, I guess. So don't don't send us that. We're not liably responsible or legally responsible for anything Gunny says on this show. Just the shower curtain. Gunny, we're not going to pay for your attorney fees later on. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know. <laughs> Anyways, going to give a quick shout out to following Twistix for letting us use their song Breakout for the intro of the show and broke for free for letting us use their song Night Owl as the outro of the podcast. Let's get to talking about video games. I play games, you play games, we play games all day, games. Games. You like my little rhyme there? Yeah, mm. something else. Very good. You've been practicing? I've been practicing my Dr. Seuss. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. What's up now? <laughs> you guys hear the music <laughs> in the background? Is there a game tie in here? <laughs> <laughs> Music in the background is provided by my neighbors who are deciding to throw a barbecue party in the middle of January. It's getting louder. In the middle of January, they're deciding to throw a fucking barbecue <laughs> out in the front yard. And there's nothing I can do about it, guys. What is going on over there? It's like, got, it's, it's like 6 p.m. over there in Oregon they're throwing a barbecue. You can't Maybe call the cops on people. I mean, you're going to have to just deal with it, guys. You're going to have to deal with it. What would you say? The what? Yep. Take it out to the garage. What? Oh, you broke up, man. You broke up, man. You're having technical problems over there. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mayo's breaking up. You have a connection issue. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Music in the background, connection issue. This is quality podcasting for you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Anyways, Mayo's asking if I had a garage. Yes, but the garage would be closer to them. So it would even be louder than what it is now. So, yeah. Where do you get you some of those eight-crate type... Foam. No, that ain't gonna stick. work. That ain't gonna work, dude. It's coming to the window like it's like a thin window or something. I don't We're know. Gonna board that window up. <laughs> At least you'll be ready for the coronavirus when it comes. When it really hits. Oh, way. I gotta gotta prepare for the coronavirus. I mean, you have you need your bullets, your plywood, food, it's water. Not con- not, not confirmed to have hit Chicago and Texas, Gunny. It's coming this and way. California, I think. It's everywhere now, Gunny. It's fucking everywhere, bro. You know what I was thinking? We can get like a big boat and we can all just, just go to the ocean. Here in Portland, we just go to John, the ocean. If secure that. That'd be great. We need a fucking boat to leave. <laughs> get on a boat and escape, guys. It's scary shit, man. I've been watching videos like all week about that shit in China. China has like a bunch of cities in lockdown, Gunny. Bunch yeah, I of saw that. China's kind of their. I guess their statement currently to whatever news uh, is they didn't use grave. What did they put? They put that the situation is, I forgot the actual word now. It's, it's not under control guys. We got, yeah. Under control. No worries. We're just locking down five cities. Right. <laughs> no worries. Nothing to fear. Dude, you see the market that they shut down, the market where they say the shit started? They Dude, they were selling wolves and kangaroos and shit in there to eat. Damn. Where the fuck do Chinese people get kangaroos from? I don't know. They eat anything. Chinese <laughs> they, people don't eat anything. They had, like, kangaroos and dogs and cats and bats and snakes and fucking armadillos and shit. That's and they were selling everything. They had fucking the possums. Chinese. They had raccoons in there. They had all kinds of shit, Gunny. It was just for sale so, like, you can buy it to butcher it and, and fucking eat it. It's, they had fucking wolf meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's some crazy shit. No wonder the fuck people snakes, got sick. Yeah. Animals. 
Yeah. One I mean, of them catch some kind of virus. They said that the person who caught the virus caught it from eating some bat soup. No, I thought it was a snake. Uh, the first okay, they, uh, at bat. first they said a snake, and then they said a bat. So I don't think they're really sure. I think they're just making shit up. <laughs> but that's still yeah. creepy, man. Like, even consider, like, eating a snake soup or a bat soup. That's fucking weird. Anyways, we're not here to talk about China. China, we... we Hopefully, hopefully you guys will survive this outbreak. We love you guys. We got listeners in China, guys, by the way. So, we're not banned there yet. We might be after this one. <laughs> anyways, anyways, get to talk about video games. I played a game this week with my friend, Commandalorian. That's right, me and him got together and decided to play some motherfucking Mordheim. He picked it up finally because he got a PC for Christmas, right? So he was like, oh, I got PC games, Jesus. You guys talk about how I buy the how I play the how. That's how he talks, by the way. Yeah, I think he enjoys the Mordhau. He does enjoy the Mordhau. Yeah, we were playing quite a bit of it the other day, me and him. At first, we were doing kind of shitty. I mean, we did shitty the whole time, but towards the end of it, I feel like me and him were like, we were pretty, like, we weren't doing terrible. Like, I was number one on the team at one point. <laughs> I don't even know how. I only had like four kills, and yet I was number one on our team. It goes to show how bad our team was. It was like really bad. Like, we couldn't even get past the first objective. It was that bad. Um, but it was just fun hanging out with a friend and playing uh, Mordhau and, and talking shit, you know, making fun of the characters, <laughs> uh, the way they yell and all that shit. Um, we were talking about the different strategies, the different tactics to use. I was showing him different paths you can take uh, around the maps, kind of like hitting shit that I've learned just by playing it. You know, like you can go all the way around this way, go all the way around that way. Um, yeah, lots of cool modes. Invasion is a really cool mode. The the invasion mode is really fucking good. It's it's a new mode. It's the newest mode in Mordhau. It's the the best mode in my opinion because it's more objective based and it gets people focused on one objective instead of having just random people running everywhere. Um, we play a little bit of front lines, kind of the same thing, but not as focused as invasion. But overall, it was it was fun playing that. Uh, so we play a lot of Mordhau. Uh, besides Mordhau. I played some more games this week, ladies and gentlemen. I played some more Call of Duty. Finally reached level 155 max. <gasps> oh, nice. oh, oh, Jesus. Reached max had level. All the golden guns. Mm, yeah, I wish. I wish I had all the all golden the guns. No, I don't have all the golden guns yet. I'm working on the P90 still. Um, I've noticed that some people play this game more than me, even. Like Captain Hook plays this game more than me. He posted a picture in the Facebook group showing that he had beat all the challenges already. Like for the season pass, you know, you get different challenges each rank you go up. He's beat all of them, and there's some pretty hard challenges in there. Some of them are like uh, get five wins and search and destroy, get five wins and and uh, free for all, get twenty kills with the assault rifle, get twenty kills with the rocket launcher, get twenty kills with the riot shield. They have like different types of challenges you can do in the game, and um, some of them require different types of equipment to use. Like you got to get five kills with the claymore. And you got to get five kills with the Claymore while defending the flag. So, like, you got to do different things in different modes. And he's beat them all, and I haven't beat them all. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought I played this a lot. You need and, to step up your game. And there's people that have played this way more than me, I realize. <laughs> um, but it was a lot of fun playing with with uh, randoms the other day. I was playing, dude, I was just up late as fuck. And I was just, I, it, came, it got to a point, dude, where, like, 
I wasn't even thinking. Like, like there was a match that I got like 80 kills. And it was just like autopilot mode. <laughs> I don't know what happened. You know, it's like you're playing so fucking long that you're just going autopilot. It's like you're not, you're not even there. So it's like you're just in autopilot. You're just thinking about something else. And next thing you know, you look at the scoreboard and it's like you're number one with 80 kills. And, and you're like, oh, cool. Yay. We won. <laughs> like me, like you're getting desensitized to the game. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's fucking weird. <laughs> you might be talking to Joe Biden. He might have. Oh, might have oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I heard that this week. <laughs> creepy killer. <laughs> creepy killers and creepy killer losers or something. Creepy called? killers or something. Game Little developers. creepy killers or something. <laughs> Loser creepy killers. <laughs> the fuck did he call the gamers? <laughs> we called the developers that. Oh, he called the gamers. Yeah, he called he the developers. They were teaching people to be killers. Yeah, literally. And then the developers creepy. Were creepy. They were creepy little creepies. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways, Call of Duty was fun. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's teaching me how to kill, I guess. Um, a lot of fun there, getting ready for World War Three. And uh, besides Call of Duty, besides Mordhelm, besides all that good stuff. Oh, dude, I want to talk about a story I had in Call of Duty. So last night, I decided to play this the co-op mission again, right? Because I want to unlock one of the characters that I have locked. And he's the last character... They're called operators. You guys have seen them. Like the skins you can look at. You pick your skin. Well, there's one operator I have locked, and he's Grinch. And for him, you have to do a mission in co-op, and you have to beat it. Last night, I kid you not, guys, for two and a half hours, I was doing this mission. Doing it. Retrying, dying, retrying, dying, retrying, dying. Finally, I started, I put my mic on. And I started talking to the people. I'm like, yo, guys, put your fucking mics on. Let's get let's get together here. Let's start talking. One of the other dudes got his mic on. Boom. We had two. Okay. And me and him were playing for a while. Then we had three. Then we had four. Finally, we had this fourth person who was like an 11-year-old little kid. Like, I, I shit you not, he was 11 years old. His name was like, yeet. <laughs> yeet or something like that. We're like, yeet. <laughs> Anyways, we we were doing this mission over and over. This is like, we're like two and a half. We're about... And now we're in 45 minutes into this retrying this mission over and over, dying like every five minutes. So think about it. We have done it like 80 times or 90 times by this point. Same mission. <laughs> we get to the objective and he glitches out of the map and he falls under the map. So we tell him, do not try to respawn yourself. Just stay down there. And the, the reason is because if everybody dies on your squad, then the mission's over. But if us three went down, us that we were, we were on the top doing the objectives, if we went down, he was still alive under the map. So he, we just had to wait the one minute or whatever, and we would respawn and come out of the plane. And So we got to the last objective in this mission. I kid you not, guys. We had to exfil. That's the only thing we had left. And at this point, like there was tanks on the map. There was a helicopter. There was like three juggernauts. About a thousand enemies. I shit you not. There was like a thousand enemies on the screen. Just everyone shooting at us. I get to the exfiltration point, and then like four or five like of those trucks pull up, and you start jumping out of the truck, and then the Yeet's like, I gotta go, guys, and we're like, dude, don't fucking go, Yeet, don't fucking go, we need you to stay alive for like two more minutes, dude, our team, like all of my team was down except for me, and I'm trying to stay alive to get get to the exfiltration point, and I get there, and the helicopter's like, Delta One, blah, 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 we're coming in hot. And then you see, like, our friendly helicopter coming in to pick us up. 
and we're like, yeet, don't fucking, I gotta go, guys, my parents are telling me I gotta go, fuck, dude, he fucking leaves, I kid you not, like, a second before that helicopter touches ground, and I go down, and I die, and, and we're all dead, and the mission's over. Did you send him a message to uninstall? We were literally playing that objective with him, with him alive underneath the map. It took us like 20, 35 minutes or something like that to beat that mission. And I was right there, dude. I was right there at the exfiltration point. And we failed. And this was like after two and a half hours of game time. Fucking squeaker. I was, I was like, Jesus Christ. I was I was fucking upset, mad. I didn't even want to play the game anymore. I just turned it off after that. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and like the thing is, I don't know who in Activision or or was it Infinity Ward, who the fuck made this fucking game? Who thought like, oh, we're gonna make these really cool missions with like voiceover and have like an intro to them and have all this cool shit going on. But you know what will make it really fun? If every objective that these guys go to, there's like a thousand enemies that spawn. Wouldn't that yeah. be fun? And yeah. and wouldn't it be fun to make him do like? Wouldn't it be fun to make him do like seven objectives on the mission that they have to run across the map like seven to seven different locations, and then they have to hack into a computer, go through each file individually, and and try to find some crates, and then you have to tag the crates each one. I was like, whoever designed that, whoever designed these missions in co-op for Call of Duty, you are a piece of shit. You are a fucking dick. Fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. I hope you lost your job after this game came out. I'm fucking pissed. You fucking asshole. Fuck you. Go work for a fucking stupid ass coalition and go make some horde mode for for Gears of War or something stupid like that. This isn't fucking horde mode. This is supposed to be a co-op mission. And there's no fucking way like you can do this stealth. Because in the beginning of the game, they're like, Oh, you guys can go in stealth or go in loud. It's your option. Have you ever seen and a I'm stealth? Like, there uh, is no way. All right, Gunny, there is no way you can go stealth. You know why? Because as soon as you get to the first point, the first little room you're supposed to hack or whatever, there's a fucking juggernaut standing in the middle of the room. Yeah, it's not Splinter so Cell. So how, how are you supposed to go in stealth when there's a fucking juggernaut standing in the middle of the room? <laughs> you're supposed to go in first. Activate camouflage. Oh, wait. <laughs> The no, fucking, we don't have that. You know the juggernaut. As soon as you see him, as soon as you open that door, he's like standing right there, and he just you start. He's like standing there, and you just shoot at him, and he calls in for backup right away. It's like you don't, you can't just you can't kill a juggernaut with one shot with any gun. So how do they expect you to kill him? I don't. I don't. Or go in stealth, like they say. I don't get that. It, it's so fucking unbalanced and so stupidly designed that it pisses me off. I know why people are giving it so much shit because it's it's a fucking shitty ass mode that they require you to play to unlock characters for the multiplayer. That is bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just frustrating. It yeah. really is. That's, that's amazing that they kept it. They just I and they like haven't they fixed haven't it. it. It makes me not want to go back and play co-op missions. And they haven't fixed it, Gunny. The only co-op mission I ever beat was the airplane one. And that one's not nearly as hard as that other one, the one that to get the Kovalda mission to get Grinch as a character, playable character. I don't know how people did that. You have to have like a full squad of people with mics of people that you know that are good at the game. And you all have to go in there and just fucking wreck house. Like, 
everyone on your team has to be good at the game. You know, you can't have like one dude who's like, I'm sort of good, guys. Like, no, like everyone on your team has to be fucking decent, or really good at the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be able to beat it. It was hard, dude. <laughs> yeah, and a random oh, thing about it. man. Especially a squeaker. The squeaker was winning it for us, though. He was the MVP of that match. Without yeah. him, we wouldn't have made it to the end. The problem was that he didn't hold on till we finished the mission. He got like I think he got bored of sitting there, you know, because he couldn't do anything. He was underneath the map. I think it just got to him, you know, like these fucking asshole little kids don't have an attention span more than ten seconds, so you couldn't force him to sit there. And he was, I gotta go, guys. I gotta brush my teeth. I gotta go to bed, motherfucker. It's <laughs> Friday night. Just leave the PC run. Just go go do your things. Leave it uh, run. I don't know if he was playing on PC. He's probably playing on Xbox or something. But still, like fucking little oh, shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Little fucking asshole. Should have stayed on. <laughs> Pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> it was my son. I would have grounded him. You should have, Gunny. You ground your son just because of him. <laughs> uh, fucking piss me off. Anyways. Yeah, I would have been, <laughs> yeah, been the cool dad if, if I was his dad. I would have been like. That's right, son. You sit there and you finish that round because I know how important it is for all your teammates you're playing with. I yeah. do that all the time, actually, with my boys playing. He'll be, like, in an online match, and my wife will want to get off. I'm like, no, nah, he, he needs to finish that round. I'm not going to make him quit in the middle of a round and mess up whatever he's gone on with everybody else. I do the same thing with the wife. like, he needs to brush his teeth right now. That's why I use that <laughs> reference, you know? And I'm like, no, he doesn't. He needs yeah. to help his teammates. Anyway, I'm like, yeah, I can wait. Besides all that good shit, that fun experience, that wonderful experience I had with Call of Duty's co-op, I played some more games this week, guys. More games. I bought Plague Inc. on Steam because it's on sale for six bucks. Yeah, there's a big lunar sale going on. Steam. <laughs> you think Steam are you? No, you see that game when that that game is like selling like a hundred and fifty percent more than usual right now because of the fucking virus thing. I would think Division <laughs> would be playing like maybe the original. No, dude. More about the it's Plague Inc. The They're saying yeah. that in China the sales of that game rose like three hundred percent or something because oh, just to add to the hysteria. Because people in China want to know how viruses spread or something like that. <laughs> 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 this is wild, uh, but yeah, they fucking uh, pretty wild. And then me and Brink, we played some Apex Legends this week. Wasn't it with you, Mayo? Yeah, to say that was part of what I played this week. That was one yeah. of my few. Uh, it was fun, uh, right? We played some. Yeah, we sucked, but <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, we played some Apex Legends, and then we played actually with Crafty. Right? Was it Crafty that we played with? No, we were playing a Brink. No, but then your friend come on, and then you were like, you were like, ah, oh, it's only oh, Snickersnee. Well, who was it? Snickersnee? Yeah. Yeah, Snickersnee joined us, but we played uh, PUBG for a little while. Yeah, and then that... we went back to <laughs> you Apex. Went to... <laughs> you went back with him, and I went to Call of Duty. Yeah, we went back to Apex with him, and Apex is so much smoother, man. Like, you go from PUBG to Apex, it's like ridiculously how much smoother Apex is. Just everything's so much faster and easier to do. Opening doors, picking shit up, equipping shit. It's so much easier. Like, you just click it and it works. Yeah, and I haven't even played Apex in for a while, and it felt really natural immediately again. You yeah. know, just through and... Everything feels good about that game. You play PUBG and everything still... F like, just picking stuff up feels very wonky, you know what I mean? It's like sometimes it'll do it, and sometimes it'll like force you to press F twice, and sometimes it'll fucking be like, nope, nope, it didn't work, nope, you didn't pick that up, or no... It's just so stupid. 
Oh, you jump out of the plane at the wrong time? Yeah, like yeah. mail, like every oh, time mail. Way over here, 10 miles away. <laughs> mail did it like six times in a row. gig update on PUBG this, today. So, so Gunny, I dropped out of the plane like three or four times trying to mark the map. So my, my son played the count and since the last time I had played, so he rebound all my keys. So I thought I was marking the map, and it was making me jump out of the plane. Oh, so no. I'm, like, jumping, like, halfway across the map too early, you know. And then I'm, like, free-balling, and then I realized I'm dropping out of the plane. And it's, like, it's one of those situations where it's, like, okay, guys, I'll come find you. I'll find a car eventually and, and get <laughs> to your way. And at that point, like, brain keys going to, like, what would he go, like, Pachinki that one time? And and he get into a he got into a big shootout. We were playing squads, you know. Jesus was outside in the countryside. I'm like half the map away, and Brink was in Pachinki and getting lit up. And we were trying to save, but it didn't work out so well. Jeez. Yeah, it, it was pretty interesting. So yeah, we played a lot of that, a lot of Apex, a lot of all that good shit. Um, besides all that stuff, man. Uh, I, what the fuck else did I play? Uh, I'm trying to think. What was a game that I played, Mail that I got this week? Um, so we can talk about for a minute is uh, one of the games I've also played was uh, we played some Tarkov together. Oh yeah, yeah. So Tarkov, we were playing some of that. I mean, I still haven't played enough of it to really form my opinion on it. Like I see these streamers, dude, and they're just playing the fuck out of this game. But you gotta, guys, gotta think about that. Like every time I think about these guys, I'm like, oh, they're so good. I'm like, these motherfuckers have like all day to play this <laughs> you know they, they don't do nothing else but this <laughs> so right. it's not a surprise they're good at the game and like if i had nothing but 10 hours to play the one game i would be just as good yeah well i feel like that game has had such a hard like entry level because when you drop into the map you just have no idea where you're going you have no idea where the extractions are at all you know to do is just Double hit O, and it'll tell you you can extract on the south south fence, and you have absolutely no idea. You don't get a compass. You don't get you know any way to tell direction or or anything like that. So you're gonna like run around. Okay, okay, I found this building, but you don't know if you're like on the north side of the building, on the south side of the building. So you can even use like an external map, like on another monitor or something like that, and you you just basically are going to go one direction, but you don't even know if you're going north or south. Um, it's just it's just really weird. Uh, if you you haven't played Tarkov, have you, Gunny? No, but I I've watched a lot of it. But yeah, I, just, I watched uh, it every day. We're just talking about it for a second. Uh, just the entry level into that game is like it drops you into a map, and you have nothing to go on. Like it just tells you where your extraction point is, and I think it gives you a little bit of green smoke once you find it. But the maps are decent size, so unless you know the map really well, it's hard to kind of learn where you you got to go. I think you just got to keep playing the same maps over and over after a while and just kind of learn those extractions. And then going from there, uh, you know, Big McLarge Huge from our group is the guy I played with a couple of times. And he walked me around, and he was showing me this place and that place, and I don't remember all the places that he was he was showing us. So it's like there was so much. Is there is there a timer like on there? That's one thing I don't see like on a stream that I don't see if there's a timer free. Is it always like forty five minutes or twenty minutes or yeah, whatever think, it might be? I think it's fifty minutes. I'm not positive, 
But um, yes, if you don't get out in 50 minutes, you just automatically die and you lose all the gear that you had. So even if you're using your really important, like your your uh, your PNC character, I think it's called, um, you're gonna lose all your gear you took in. So you're like wandering around the map. You have no idea if you're close to the extraction or not. Sometimes, and it just you almost need to guide. You know, I, I wish the game would either give you some kind of in-game marker or like a compass to tell you at least which way is north and south. Yeah. Uh, Somebody I feel like, I feel like as a console gamer, I feel like do we have a do we have a companion app? <laughs> you know, like yeah, I mean, like we used to have with like really a, a you know a, a Tomb Raider or something. You know, yeah, you really do feel lost in it. Like you drop in, and it just there's no HUD. You know, you just have to go off your instinct and just figure it out and just. Okay, we're gonna go this way. Hopefully, this is north. Oh yeah, and also make sure you know that your teammates are near you, so you don't shoot them. Oh yeah, that's really oh, communication. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, Jesus, myself, and Brink, we 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 all drop in together, and so you you don't have a HUD, you don't have names above your your people we are with, you don't have any indicator, right? Mm-mm. So. We go, we go in this abandoned building. It's real dark, and there's lots of little lighting. And <laughs> so picture like a hangar, but it has like hallways off to the left and the right. So I think at this point, I'm in I'm in the front, and, the, and Brinker and Jesus are behind me. So we're all kind of looking around, looking for gear. And at some point, at one point in time, I know Jesus was on my right. And so I'm like looking along all the stuff on the left. Well, I find this hallway, and I walk around in the corner of this hallway, and there's like a, an exit. So a way out. And what do I see right by the exit? There's a guy with his back to me and he's like going through stuff. And I'm like, guys, 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 we got we got company with us. You didn't say and shit. You just shot was, me, you asshole. I was afraid. <laughs> you were real afraid. My back towards you, fire. you fucking dick. Shot him in the back. And, nice. And so I might have shot him a couple of times. Oh no, yeah, a couple of times. He shot like five shots at me, gunny. He hit me like four times. My guy was <laughs> bleeding out. I he fucking my leg was destroyed. I couldn't even walk right anymore. I fucking my 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 thorax was all fucked up, which is like your main chest part or whatever. <laughs> it, it was all fucked up, bleeding. I had to take pills every five seconds to keep my guy standing upright, because asshole Mayo decided to fucking shoot me. But but so but what do you do, Gunny? What's the proper thing to do when you shoot somebody by accident and it's your teammate you didn't realize? You give him some ibuprofen. I gave him all the hey, ibuprofen. That's what I always do. <laughs> yeah, Take you your friends. You give them ibuprofen, guys. <laughs> Take two of these and I'll call you. Call me. I think I gave you some morphine, actually. Yeah, if I remember, did. I could give you a splint. I took, I took everything out. I, I took all that shit. Like, and my guy was still fucked up. But I took all those medicines. <laughs> my guy was all fucked up, dude. Sound like his ego was more messed up than his thorax oh no everything was fucked up and then these guys are jumping like into like this like the next building like all right let's jump in here guys get in this and like man like i can't jump guys like yeah yeah just double jump i'm like i can't fucking double jump and they're like yeah just press pace bar you're full of shit i I knew exactly how to double jump you asshole my guy couldn't double jump you fucking dick (laughs) fucking shot me i was like you motherfucker i was waiting for my moment to shoot mayo in the back maybe he couldn't jump as high because his leg was hurt but maybe i don't maybe my leg wasn't just hurt my leg said zero percent health and it was said like it was broken mayo so it's not just it wasn't just a little fucking hurt it was destroyed i pretty (laughs) much had a dead leg (laughs) 
just walking around. <laughs> my guy would walk, and every time he'd walk, he'd be like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> so like, my dude was like all fucking hurt. And then he, then I would make him run, and he'd be like, ah, <laughs> just screaming. <laughs> That's how you don't normally do it, though, male, right? Don't you shoot first, ask questions later? Yeah. Is that I mean, you, Jesus? Communication yes. was key. And evidently, he went down the hallway, and he did not tell me. Well, I, was, and... I didn't figure. I figured my friend would know that I'm in the next room. Fucking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Are there emotes in this game at all? Can you wave or dance or anything? I think you can. Can't you? I don't think so. Can you? Can you tell people so. hi or something? I, I think you can talk to each other, but like even then, it's in Russian. If you're if you're a, a scab, so oh, yeah. you speak Russian, so you don't even you don't know what they're saying. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyways, this is a fun game. Last game that I played on my list, guys, I want to really talk about this one. It's really interesting. It's uh, Frostpunk. I played the mm. last Autumn expansion. And, dude, it's really fucking good, Gunny. Like, this changes everything in the game for me. <laughs> uh, so it's it's like like I said earlier when last time I talked about it or before it came out. It's based before... The events of Frostpunk, so it's before the big, like the big freeze or whatever, right? Like it's kind of, it's kind of like people, like the climate scientists are saying that there's climate change is happening, it's happening, and like, and like people are barely starting to believe him. So the government of of England sends you off from Birmingham. They send you off to this island, like far away, to start building this generator thing. And you, your task, your job is you're the boss of like all these people they send you with on a boat. And your job is to, like, set up a work camp so you can build this huge generator, right? Like one of those steam core things or whatever. Yeah. So there's a huge hole in the ground. When you start, there's a huge hole. And that's where you're going to be building it out of. And you have, like, a circle around that hole. And in that circle, in that zone, which is, like, so much away from that, like, circle on the ground or the hole in the ground. That zone... Only certain buildings can be built inside that zone. So, for example, you have, like, these factories you unlock. Factories, resource depots, and other shit you unlock. But it's all... You can only build those... housing as well? No, no, no. No, 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 no. You you only build the, the stuff to build the stuff near the hole. Housing has to be built outside that zone. So, like, outside that zone, you can build houses and whatever. Makes sense if it's not current events it's not it's not yeah so like it doesn't like cold does not factor into this mode at all from what i've seen so far interesting i've died though so i haven't beat it so it could factor in at the end of the game i don't know yet but anyways you start off with like 50 workers and like 15 engineers and like yourself and you're the boss and pretty much you have to start telling them okay gather the metal gather gather all the wood because there's like resource piles around there already you know like like they the government went ahead of time and left some resources there for you to start up the camp. So your job is to get the camp going. You have to like, like research these docks. So like you build a dock, and the dock is where the ships come in, and the ships will bring you whatever resource you want them to bring you. So you can either choose to to bring in coal, wood, or steel. And in every 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 fucking week or so often, like every two days or whatever, there's a boat that comes in, and then it'll bring in steel. It'll just keep bringing it every fucking day, every day, so you don't run out of steel, you know what I mean? And then every so often, once you build this beacon thing, 
the government, you can ask them for like supplies. You can be like, okay, I need 50 workers, I need 10 engineers, and I need a steam core. Like, you know what a steam core is, right? Those like special steam core mm-hmm. things that you could use to build things. You can ask for those, but those take up a lot of space. So, like, you can only have so many of those per ship. Right. Anyways, it takes the ship a day to get there. And then they get there and they drop off the workers and they go back. And, like, there's, like, the cool new thing about this mode, Gunny, is that it doesn't have to do anything with the cold, but, like, the new laws that are in the game are interesting. There's one, for example, like, when people die in this mode, you can choose to either bury them at the camp, like, make a, make a cemetery... But that lowers the morale of your workers because they walk by the cemetery every day. It reminds them how dangerous it is to work there, to work at this camp. It reminds them of, of the danger and the people they lost, you know. So, or, so you still have your meter of hope and discontent? It's not hope and discontent. It's something else. It's like it's discontent and motivation. <laughs> so how motivated they are to work. Anyways, this, this, this cemetery, you can choose to build a cemetery. You can choose to build a morgue. And you repatriate the dead bodies back to England. So you're like, you send the bodies back to England. But to send the bodies back, you have to spend five wood to create a coffin for them. And you have to like, every time somebody dies, you have to like prepare them. So the next boat that comes in, you put them on the boat and they fucking leave with the boat and go back to England to be buried with their family. Or there's a law that later on in the game you can pass. That's like, oh, the company or or pay for the company will honor the fallen. So like this like new law that says like the company's gonna pay for the fallen heroes of the that built this great fucking thing or whatever. You have to spend steel now and you'll make a steel coffin for the people that <laughs> that die. So like it looks nicer, you know, when they arrive back to England or whatever. So it makes it look like the company gives a fuck about their employees. And the whole point of this mode is to keep the employees motivated enough to keep working. Cause there is a point in time where they fucking will strike. They will fucking strike. <laughs> and that moment for me was when the mine, because I hadn't built, oh, they were building this, uh, like they were building the base structure, right? I had a factory that built these, like they build these beams or whatever. So now I had enough beams, but I had to have 50 workers build inside the hole. They had to build the base structure of the heater, of the heater tower core thing. They have to build the base, right? During the building of this base, like the foundation of the fucking heater, these assholes <laughs> fucking weren't following safety procedures and they blew up the fucking mine. Like, something happened and it blew up and it killed, like, one of my workers and it trapped, like, 40 of them <laughs> underground. Oh, so it's like, okay, now you have 40 workers trapped underground. Uh, do you want to send in a rescue team? The problem is I don't have enough research done to have the rescue team unlocked. So it's like, okay, you can either send in a rescue team, leave them down there, <laughs> or blow up like make a hole by blowing it up and hopefully they escape and i was like okay well i'm gonna have to blow it up and because i can't afford to lose 50 workers or 40 workers right it's a lot yeah (laughs) especially when like you can only get so many back every time you ask for a new shipment from london or whatever they can only send so many so like it's fucking difficult to have see how many workers are down there so like I blow it up, and then they come back out right and they're like oh thank god you saved us we love you and then they're like Fuck you. The next day, they're like, we don't want to work. We're going on strike. And I was like, why are you guys going on strike? Yeah. Go back in the hole. <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> they had their life flash before their eyes. And they're, they're like, like, we don't want to work anymore. <laughs> they're like, we don't want to work in this hole because this hole, it's fucking dangerous. And you need to make it safer for us to work. So I'm like sitting there and I'm trying to negotiate with the, the strikers. I'm like, okay, guys, I'll make it safer for you to work. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to research shit to make it safer for them. But it's so fucking hard, Gunny, because there's so many different things you can research to make it safer for them. You can, like, build these ventilation things. It's like a big thing that has, like, a fan on it. And this ventilation thing is supposed to keep the gases that come out of that ground and the hole like in the ground. Yeah. It keeps the gases low so, like, the workers can work longer inside the hole. But eventually the gases start spewing out even further. And, like, like even the one thing that I had built wasn't enough for it. So I'm like, what the fuck? I had, like, a... I made a labor union for them. <laughs> and the union <laughs> helped those assholes strike even more. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out, and I'm having a hard time trying to beat this game, dude. I, mean, I don't know what the hell to do, Gunny. I, like, you can build a labor union, or you can side with the scientists, and the scientists are like, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll build a better factory, and we'll make it easier for them to work. So you have to choose a side. Like, I want to choose with, I'm going to side with the workers or with the scientists. And depending on who you side on, like, I decided to side with the workers, Gunny, and make a labor union because there's way more workers than scientists on this fucking camp. All right? There's, like, 30 scientists... And like a hundred workers, <laughs> scientists are gonna get their asses kicked by the workers if the workers get pissed off. You know what I mean? I was like, I gotta yeah. stay on the big group side. Yeah, fuck yeah. But it, it's difficult, dude. Like this mode is, it's very interesting because it adds like this whole new dynamic. You had to keep enough food coming into the camp, so you have to build a fishing dock. So like all they do is fish there, and they have to fish to get enough food to feed everybody in the camp, and the type of meals you give to your employees. Depends how motivated they are the next day. And every day, every morning they wake up, the further you get into the game, the the more motivation goes down. So the less motivated they are to work. And then they start believing in crazy shit. So like, for example, like one of them will get a letter. They'll get a letter from their loved one in India. And it'll be like, hey, uh, our farm in India collapsed because of the Great Freeze. We have to leave and we're moving to London because everything's breaking down in india like the government's collapsed there's no fucking order it's chaos down here we're, we're just evacuating and we're leaving to london because it's safer out there and it's like okay now you have this letter that you received from from london or whatever from for this person and it's like do you want to give him this letter and, mm, and it, it'll increase like it'll increase the chaos inside the camp because they'll know the truth or do you want to censor the letter and i'm like i will censor this shit <laughs> but then like these motherfuckers, like, if you give them faith, they'll start believing in, like, superstition and shit. Like, for example, there was, like, an owl in the camp. And this owl was perched on top of the fucking factory or whatever. And the workers were scared to go to work because they believed the owl was cursed. And they were, like, all superstitious. Like, there's a fucking owl. We're going to die. <laughs> so, like, you have to, like, motivate them to get their asses back to work because of this fucking owl. And then the next day, there was a flock of owls flying around the camp. <laughs> so, like, oh, fuck, we're going to die. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's all these crazy cool little things they added into the game. And then, like, they added some real cool music in the background. It's like Game of Thrones, like, piano music in the background. It's, like, it's very, like thoughtful music that makes you like just like everything's fucking gloomy man like how am i gonna handle this situation and it's, it's intense dude it's way more even though it's not like i don't feel like the, the people are dying as often as they are in regular frostpunk with the cold but it's more intense even even so because there's like this toxic gas you're dealing with and the toxic gas can get out of hand dude if that thing gets to level three your whole camp is engulfed in gas and like your people are just fucking pissed and they're dying and I got fired because I missed my deadlines because you got deadlines you got to meet, right? 
like you have to have like the first deadline is to like build the base the foundation of the of the steam core you got to have that part done within like so many weeks of the game starting so if you don't have that part done you're fucked and at first i was like eight days ahead of schedule and just a few decisions later gunny because of these assholes going on strike and the fucking explosion that sent me back and all that shit I was like four days behind schedule, and next you know the governor of fucking England or whatever the fuck, he's like, hey, you motherfucker, you're not getting, next time you fail to meet the fucking deadline, you're fired. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and sure enough, the the second deadline came through, and I didn't have it not even near done. <laughs> I didn't even so, know how to get there. <laughs> so how many how many playthroughs have you done, or just the one? I've done two so far, and I, and I, I first one I quit halfway through because I realized I was going to lose. Second one, I just lost. And, like, they're like, you're going back to England. You fucking suck as a leader. <laughs> you know, even though this game can be somewhat of a roll of the dice, or it's still fun to go through each playthrough, you oh, know, so and, and follow it through to the end, you know, till you get fired or quit or what oh, happens. It's a lot of fun, dude. I'm, I'm having a blast with this mode, Gunny. Cause like Man, I said, this sounds exciting because I did play this game a couple weeks ago, but I just played the vanilla game uh, yeah. because now that it came to Xbox Game Pass... And just exactly like it is on Steam, and I I actually had to go through and do three three plays. Yeah, um, I actually tried it myself this week. Actually, uh, I tried playing on my Ultrawide because any kind of top down game looks really good on Ultrawide, and it gave me uh, like black bars. It, like so, it was giving me the screen with like bars on the side, so it really wasn't uh, like yeah. ultra wide support. But that was pretty much the longest I've I've given it a run through. And I know you guys really liked it. So I, I tried playing through, and I was having a hard time at first figuring out on, on the vanilla one of how to upgrade my uh, my core, or like the heater, you know? Yeah. So like my people outside the first ring were pretty much freezing, and they're like, you need to research it to make make, you know, make more heat or whatever. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out how to do it yeah, first. And then finally things started, started going pretty sideways. Heater. And then I figured out how to do it. So then <laughs> I wanted to start it over again, but I played this a little bit longer and then I stepped away. And I, th I think that's when I started jumping on with you guys when we started playing PUBG and stuff. But uh, I definitely want to get back into it and give it another playthrough. Now that I know how to kind of set things up initially because I was doing a lot of reading early on, just trying to figure things out, being kind of lost. Yeah. And now I, now I kind of know. I don't think it's going to go any better for me the way it sounds because <laughs> you have to go through several, you know, playthroughs. Oh, to figure it out. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing with this new DLC because in this new DLC, there's also new stuff, Gunny. Like, you can have, like, this, this new research. Like, it says, hey, we have experimental medicine we can give your workers. Like, like it's the top of the line newest medicine in the world. We can give it to your workers, but we don't know the side effects of them. And you're like, wait a minute, what? And it's like, yeah, we can treat your workers and they'll get less sick because they're working in toxic fumes. But there's side effects to this shit. What are the side effects? We don't know. We can't tell you. You have to deal with that. Order. Oh, we didn't mention that. So one. it's like, okay. And there's also another one, Gunny, where you can add cocaine to the food. You can add cocaine. Okay, it used to be sawdust in the soup, but no, now it's cocaine. Now it's cocaine to motivate nice. them to keep them like up and going, you know, make them fucking work longer yeah, hours. And then uh, there's also like another one where you can set up a fucking fight club, like to let them fight each other, but then every so often one of the people that get knocked out is going to be really hurt, so you have to take them to the hospital. And you, you can have a brothel, which I set up, and then next nice. thing you know, no, next thing you know, like a few weeks into the brothel, 
the prostitutes got STDs, and then I had to deal with that. It's like, okay, do you want to deal with the prostitutes having STDs? Now you have to send them to the hospital, and then when they're in the hospital, they're not at the brothel, and the, and the workers get mad because they can't have sex with them, and, and everyone gets mad. <laughs> so, like, all this shit's going on in the game, and it's it's a fucking nutty, like, experience, man. Like, the new DLC, it's fucking crazy, but it adds so much new shit to the game that I'm yeah, having a fucking blast. sounds a lot different. I like this high... A little bit. Yeah, because I, I swear I paid... I went and looked at this, these guys, because I paid... I thought I had paid for that first part of the DLC, which was like $8. I just didn't have the 30 for the season pass at the time. Hmm. <clears throat> but And then I looked at the new DLC that you mentioned, and I, I think you have to buy the season pass. I couldn't figure out how to buy it separately. But another thing, Jesus, if you like this game a lot, another thing you're describing to me is what I've played in Anno 1800 on the Uplay store. Yeah. Well, this Similar. game, this game is the shit, though, man. I fucking love this. Like this game, I I fucking love it, dude. I love the the aesthetic of it, the frost, like <laughs> the frostpunk style. It's like it's like this. Uh, what's that fucking style? It's like cyberpunk kind of like style. You know what I mean? We're like, yeah. It's like old school. A little bit. It's like old school fucking style, you know. But it's like new modern shit. But it's old school. It's fucking weird. It, it's interesting. It's yeah, like, you are adding in that older part with like some like colonial i guess i would call them even further back tents yeah. where the people live which then, can eventually be upgraded they to, can be upgraded to big houses or whatever like in this mode you can have it to like where you overcrowd the tents so you can add more workers and there'll be less people outside or you can give them more space to make them more comfortable and there's all kinds of cool shit that happens in this game there's one where like this dude his wife sends him a lewd picture and it's like do you want to confiscate the picture and keep it for yourself or do you want to give it to the worker and i was like I'll fuck it, give it to him. But then the next day, the worker got beat up by another worker because the other guy wanted the picture of that dude's wife. And the dude's like, I beat him up and I won the picture. It was a fight. Like, we were fighting for the picture and I won and now it's my picture. And I'm like, but it's that dude's wife. I'm like, what do I do with this? And he's like, do you give the guy the picture, the guy that won the fight? Do you give it back to the other dude because it's his wife? Or do you keep the picture for yourself or throw yeah, it away? that's what I love about this game. That and he's like, oh, fuck. Character or as a group <laughs> of people—it's fucking nutty, man. <laughs> uh, do they also do they also add in children? Because you mentioned the scientists and the workers. Is it no children? children no children in this that I've seen yet. Okay, but there's that all that shit about like making workers work overtime and making them like twenty-four-hour shifts. Yeah, no, but now like but now you can compensate them. You can pay them time and a half. Like you can pass that law where they get paid extra shit for working <laughs> working longer or whatever. So there's that. I, I remember my first little playthrough, you know, again, trying to figure the game out. I, I remember building a couple of buildings, and I think I built, like, a clinic because people were starting to get sick early on. I, I built a bunch of tents, you know, and then they're like, oh, these people need shelter. And then a couple of them started getting sick. And so as soon as I could, I built a clinic. But I didn't realize I needed to uh, put workers in the clinic. <laughs> so they were just sitting there empty the whole time. Right. <laughs> people were all getting sick and everything. I'm like, what is going on here? This is not working right. Yeah. I clicked on the little thing. You know, I clicked on the clinic and it said like zero workers. And I'm like, ah, this makes sense now. You know, yeah. I just assumed it was going to just automatically start healing people. There is an update recently uh, that, so kind of when you hover over it with a keyboard mouse, with your mouse, it, will actually show like a percentage of how many workers work there. So you don't have to worry about like, you don't have to double click on it. Yeah. And I kind of yeah. didn't see that when I was messing around with it, but that's, I think that's what made me figure it out that I was 
like had nobody in there, like having a yeah. mouse over. And I'm like, why is why are these people getting sick yet? You know, do I need to build another clinic? You know, and then <laughs> I mouse over it, and it was like and zero workers. That's so like, the other oh, thing too. Okay, you know, when you go through this, that be, just know like that's see these are some of the things you need to know. There are some things you need to know ahead of a time where you will get objectives, right? Like mm-hmm. that's mentioned too, where it'll say, hey, you need to build two more clinics or build clinics or something, right? So don't build them early on until they actually tell you to. Yeah. I gotcha. Because either that or learn the game, so I was just kind of waiting, and they kept telling me, you know, people were sick, and we need to build a clinic. I'm like, okay, so I, you know, I turn around, gather resources, you know, and, and build the clinic, and I just didn't start it. And there's you know? care houses, and yeah, it it goes. There's so much to manage, but it's so fun. Yeah, the one thing that I decided to do in my last playthrough was they kept asking me for clinics, and I didn't have enough engineers because, like I said, the engineers only come on a boat every so often, and only so many fit on the boat. So, like, what I started doing was I started opening up all these clinics because I would promise them clinics. I'd be like, all right, I promise you I'll open up a clinic in three days. And then I'd open, I'd start build the clinic, and then I'd, I'd grab one of the engineers from the other clinic, <laughs> and they'd have five, so I'd make it four, and then I'd put them over here, and then as soon as you put him there, it opens up the clinics. It's like, hey, you yeah. kept your promise you of opening that. up a clinic. Woo, the hope rises or whatever. <laughs> People are happy now. <laughs> It's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm tricking all you assholes. There's not more Man, doctors, just more next, clinics. The next day, you just close the clinic down. No, <laughs> right. I, kept, I keep them open. Yeah. I just have less doctors at the other clinic. And then I just wait for, hopefully, more scientists. Yeah, it was it was tricky, man. Like, the new mode also has uh, this, like, different paths you can take. The other path that I took was the, there's a labor path that you can take. It's called safety. And in this path you're building safety precautions for the employees. So, like, you you hire, like, inspectors that co- go into the fucking hole or whatever, the factory where they're building the shit, and they, they inspect things and they inspect the tools. So, like, and every so often, like, at each work site or at the work site, you have, like, this factor that says, like, plus one safety for having the safety engineer, minus two for the toxic gases, uh, plus one because you have a safety inspection list. And, like, so, like, Things factor in where something will negatively affect your safety or positively affect it. And some workers, like I said, they won't work in a place that's high risk, like super dangerous death. Pretty much death is guaranteed for somebody. They won't work there and they'll strike. So, like, that's where you got to keep a balance. And it's fucking interesting. This new DLC is worth it, in my opinion. I think it's 15 bucks. Uh, I know if you bought it on the Xbox, if you bought the game, not if you got it on Game Pass, but if you bought it, I think this DLC was included with it. Uh, I think they promised you this DLC in the last one if you pay the 60 bucks for it. If you got it on Game Pass, you're going to have to buy this DLC separately. I don't know. If, right. But I don't know if it came out on consoles. It could have or it could not. I don't know. I, don't I haven't that. looked. I just played the vanilla game. It's on PC, though, for sure. But this game, man, it's incredible. I fucking love it. <laughs> it's awesome. Frostpunk. The last yeah. autumn or whatever the fuck it's called. Last autumn or last fall or some shit. I think it's last autumn. That's what I saw. Yeah. Anyways, I'm done with the fuck I've been playing. I'm gonna go play some more Frostpunk, guys. Goodbye. See ya. Bye. I need to get into it more. Like I said, it was it was kind of early for me. I still haven't. What what exactly do the researchers do? I know I had five of them, but so they work in like there's like a main research building, and one of the thing I think. So anytime you're researching anything, and if you notice in that menu, 
with whether it be heaters or sawmills like to improve them or your coal mines it just makes all that research go faster oh okay uh, and then i think they also do like the hospitals and something else engineers work in certain spots yeah they can, only, they can only be used for like but you hospitals they could be used for hospitals or that research uh, the workshop is called the workshop that's what does your research yeah and like say you open up three workshops and you have three of them going with full staff of five engineers on each one then your research will actually be done three times as fast as having one open and just doing research with one so the more you have open the faster your research goes but you cannot research two things at the same time and it's only one thing at a time but it'll go right. faster if you have more open but yeah okay i got you but you can put research yeah. workers anywhere but really you want them in research areas you want them in shit where they are specified you know like you only they can do for example like medical outpost only they can be doctors or only they can research shit shit like that you don't want them hunting for food you no. know they keep researching heaters <laughs> you don't want them chopping wood <laughs> yeah cooking in the Chop kitchen that wood. <laughs> chopping wood or, or cooking shit in the kitchen yeah when they could be fucking doing something that's what the children it. are for make <laughs> yeah make the children work fuck it's yeah 24 hour shift <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> anyways, yeah. What have you been playing, man? Besides Tarkov, Apex, uh, and all that shit. You know, we the night we played, we played, uh, you know, again the Tarkov, the, uh, the the PUBG rounds we did. You know, where we did pretty miserably. You know, what yeah. what what do you think our best round was? Like maybe top fifteen, maybe. Oh, which one? And in, in PUBG. Um, no, we got like top ten at least. I remember we got pretty close at yeah. one point. I know. I remember that one round where we were all in the house, and, you know, and we had people shooting us, and the, the guy. Oh, every sniping. fucking direction, dude! Every direction, those motherfuckers shooting at us. They all knew we were in yeah. there for some reason. We were, Gunny. We were getting shot from like every different direction, and and finally we got pushed. And I think I knocked a guy, and they were trying to come through the door, and they ended up knocking three of us. And then was it yeah. Snickers and or Brink? Brink was the last guy, and he was hiding in the bathroom. And finally. <laughs> He took like one out, and then they ended up getting to him too. And so, I think we said at this point we we're like, "Ah, oh, forget this game. Let's go back to Apex." And so, um, at that point in time, there was four of us in the group since Apex is only a three-player game. I went ahead and jumped into a round of Call of Duty, and as right away, I had one of my friends from work send me an invite, and he was playing on his Xbox, and uh, he was doing some uh, kill confirmed. And so, I don't know. I probably played an hour and a half of that maybe and i was still in chat with jesus and, and them so i just kind of listened to them guys and kind of talking back and forth and um i think that's what i did for that night and then the next day is when i played frostpunk like i said trying to get that to work up my ultra wide and then just trying to understand and figure that game out and after that i just kind of was like hey, i'm gonna try and find something different and so i was watching one of my buddies stream and he was playing this indie game he plays a lot of indie games and it's a game I, I was curious about because it looked a lot like uh, an old school Ninja Gaiden kind of Dead Cells like, and I it kind of piqued my interest as I, I continued to watch him. I was just kind of actually chatting with him at first just to see how he was doing, and I haven't talked to him for a while. And the more I watched, the more more curious about the game I got because I'd never heard of it before. So I messaged him the next day and I asked him what the game was, and he told me what it was. And the game was called I think it's pronounced Sundered. It's like S U N D R E D. 
Sundered. So I don't know if it. So. Sundered. Yeah, it's kind of a weird spelling, but I asked him, and he's like, "Yeah, here's here's a link, you know." So he sent me a link, and it was on Steam. It's on like the Xbox, and the game came out in 2017, and it's something I've never heard of. I've never really seen around. So I was curious about it. I thought, you know, maybe I need something new to pick up. So I jump on Steam right away, and lo and behold, it was on sale for four ninety nine right now on the Steam Lunar Sale. So I immediately bought it, installed it remotely. So I had it installed, like ready to go. Like I bought it while I was at work. I had it ready to go when I got home and uh, fired it up, and I'm enjoying it so far. It, this game is a lot like uh, Dead Cells in a way. It's it's you know good old side scrolling, hand drawn. And you're like this little like, ninja type character and you're running through. And the only difference between this and like Dead Cells so far that I'm seeing right away is that it's kind of like a Metroidvania. And the aspect there's like areas you can't get to that would require, I know at one point it required like a double jump. There's like a ledge I couldn't reach. So I knew I couldn't go there. And like, you can pull up the map anytime. So I just knew I had to go the other way. So I'd go the other way and I'd kind of explore and I find this big artifact and I click on it and it says you now have like a permanent shield. So like you can absorb so much damage before you actually take any damage for your character. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Kept on going. I found uh, later on, I found another ability, which was like a, a double jump. And so I was able to go back to that place before I can get to. And basically you kept progressing through the game and just finding different items. And I kept as you kill enemies, you get these little orbs. And I didn't know what they were for. They didn't really tell me early on. And I played for probably 45 minutes before I finally died. There was this big black ball thingy. And every time I would hit it, more enemies would spawn. But as you would kill the enemies and you hit it again, it got kind of smaller. So it was just kind of like a continual wave of enemies. I almost had it completely gone and I ended up dying. And the game was like, well, you need to get stronger. You need need this help. And, And come to find out these orb type things that they give you when you die... Or, or a form of currency and it gives you this big map and you can spend your currency on your character for permanent upgrades for your character so i bought like multiple things and increased my armor i could increase my shield i could increase my melee attack damage and i could increase like you have like these runes you can have like three runes and you can increase like the amount of runes you can have on your character so i spent all the all that i could all the money i had saved up and went back in the game and it was a lot easier. Like I had doing more damage. I had higher armor and there was like a faster regeneration of my shield. I put points in that. So there's this big long skill tree that you can unlock and you just kind of start putting points in things. And you know, it's that classic. You got to put three points in this one. You got to spend so much money in this one that unlocks the next one past it. And you can go different pathways. So you can kind of look at it and figure out which way you want to build your character. You know, if you want to add more armor, if you want to add more, melee damage or and stuff like that so and that permanently saves your character so the last time when i died you know i shut it off for the night but i, I spent all my tokens that i had or, or orbs that i had and and each time you're going to play the round your character is going to get stronger so it's a lot like dead cells in that aspect where instead of getting new weapons i'm getting better armor i'm getting a better shield my weapon does a little more damage there's like a finisher move too so like you destroyed so many enemies it kind of builds up, and then you can use that like a one time, and it drains it, and it and it kind of almost instantly kills everything around you. So it's kind of like a little ultimate you can build up to. Nice, but solid platformer, you know. So again, it's, it's a side scroller, but 
the controls are really tight. Uh, the music's pretty interesting. The artwork's really good. And for four ninety nine, I I can't complain at all. That's when I messaged you, Gunny. I was like, Gunny, you gotta try this game. This is an, this is a Ryan Gibson, you know, game too. Here, I think he would enjoy it. And maybe even you guys have even played it. I don't know. It's it's been on the Xbox. It's on the PlayStation. It's even on the Nintendo Switch, I guess. But it came out in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, looking at this, I mean, I'm gonna install it right now. But it doesn't look like f- something familiar I've played on Xbox. I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. So I mean, if you like Dead Cells, I think I think it's a game that you will like. Um, the, it, it's very similar in the aspect of the way it plays and the way you move around and and you're fighting enemies. I guess the only drawback I've seen so far is the the enemy variety. There's only been like three or four different kinds of enemies I've come across so far. Um, I did fight one mini boss. There's like these mini bosses. And when I kill him, I got a relic, and it gave me a new ability. Um, I can't remember what that ability was now at this time, but it, it just enhanced my character, whatever it was. You know, once I actually beat him, it just enhanced my character, and I was able to progress even further, get to a new area, and just kept look, checking the map and you know trying to find my way around. And you can backtrack a lot, so you got to kind of really pay attention to your map. Yeah, you're definitely describing a little bit of like that game I've been playing, The Children of Morta. Mm-hmm. It's similar, it's that roguelike dungeon crawler. You know, yeah, and in the same way, that. you're not. Hmm? I launched that one, but I didn't like stay on it. I I, I installed it, checked the settings, and then I and then I closed it. So I did download it and on the. Uh, Yeah, I think you're you're freezing up a little bit there, Mayo. So I wasn't sure if we uh, caught that yeah. last thing that you said. Yeah, I just I picked it up on the PC Game Pass. Okay. Uh, yeah, I did see that it was on there. Um, definitely, definitely gets that feeds that that Diablo itch. So in a similar okay. fashion, but in a, more in a 16-bit. I'll have to definitely check that one out too because and, it, and it's a, a, yeah, it's real like, So yeah. I think it's something you'll enjoy where. You know, again, you're not getting... I haven't seen any weapons, but the only thing that's really unlocked at this point is, from the beginning of the game, is points where that you can put into your either your sword, your health, or shields. So, depending on, yeah, where you know what money coins you gather from each dungeon run is where you put the that those points for your purchases. Gotcha. So... But yeah, that's that's it for me. I just I started enjoying that game quite a bit, and I stayed up late a couple of nights later than I should have playing it because I wanted to keep on going, and I didn't really want to turn it off actually. <laughs> so that's something I think is going to be my next Dead Cells, where I may end up putting a lot of hours in this game. And for four ninety nine, I definitely won't be able to complain. Yeah. Hey, and speaking of Dead Cells, like I see my son playing it often, uh, and I'm like, oh, you're playing Dead Cells? Yeah. There's been an update, so it's nice to see them periodically put good updates in yeah, that game was, add to it there was an update not too long ago and i haven't i haven't fired it up since yeah but uh i can't remember what it was it was kind of a big update too i did play that on the xbox i i it's because it's on the game pass and uh better holic could message me he or he liked my achievements so playing through the game again on the xbox i'm trying to limit some of the items i unlock 
because as you unlock those items, they're they're randomly generated throughout the game. So since I played it so much on the PC and I know what items I like, I'm only unlocking the ones I like, so I have a higher chance of those items dropping more often. So I, I can make what works better together and not have to sit there and sort through a bunch of trash all the time when I go to the shops because I only have like five different items unlocked that I like right now. And I'm getting those same five items, just a higher level, you know, so I can kind of progress my character that way. And it might make it run a lot easier, but it's just kind of funny playing it on the Xbox and playing it on the PC is because on the PC version, I have everything unlocked, you know, all the runes where I have like the, where you can wall jump and, and all this stuff. And so every once in a while, I'd find myself just by habit, like jumping off a ledge and thinking I'm going to wall jump. And I, my character just like falls with death. And I'm like, no, <laughs> thinking I had the wall jump ability from all the time I played it on the PC. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I, have, to, I haven't uh, jumped on it in a while. I have. On the Dead Cells. So. Yeah, good stuff. And and that, that's it for me. Um, All right. Do you play Gunny? Um, so I played the trial for that grid game. I think I mentioned, I might have mentioned it a couple weeks ago that. I think it came out in November of 2019 and it wasn't, you know, super well received, but I saw there was a free trial on Xbox. I'm like, okay, I'm going to fire it up just to kind of see what it is. Cause I didn't see any reviews or gameplay, but it plays exactly like I would say like a Forza horizon seven. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's probably too much like a Forza horizon game. Uh, it looks beautiful running in 4k. It's got the same, same tracks. The, the one thing that really, grabbed me right away was the super tight controls where i thought oh man this feels really good just not having to tweak anything from the get-go you know the 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 steering is right using a you know an xbox one lead controller uh gas and breaker perfect so so i ended up playing that for for at least an hour just trying to different modes which you know story mode arcade whatever it might have been um you know, but it's right now it's like 60 bucks. So, hey, hopefully Game Pass soon or, you know, it'll it'll go on sale. I'll definitely make that purchase. And um, the other thing I noticed, too, is I really like the AI. It acts a lot differently. Like a Forza Horizon 7 is more like, hey, you've got 10 or 12 other cars and they're they're just there, you know, to be there. It's not so much you're racing against them, but in a sense, you are if you are playing that kind of that single player campaign. Um, but if you do bump into one of the the AI players I've noticed it'll be like this rival thing will pop up over their head. And I thought, Oh, what's this? This is, you know, not something I'm used to. So, you know, if that other car gets ahead of you or behind you or whatever, it's going to try and catch up and try and knock you off the road because now you've angered that other driver. So that's something I haven't seen in a game in a while. So it's, it's kind of cool. Like for somebody like me that, you know, I just want to get in, go to the next track, you know, so I probably even I wouldn't say I prefer a for maybe a regular Forza versus a Horizon, but it's nice to kind of play, you know, both of those. So it's cool to have this arrival thing going on. So I'm interested to see what more they offer, you know, that a that a Forza game. Um, yeah. So that's grid. And I, I really didn't get into the grid games back on the last console, the last generation of games, uh, but I'm pretty sure they made two of them. So yeah, maybe it's more of a reboot. 
So, but it but it looks gorgeous on the new consoles. It just does uh, show a lot of damage and stuff. Like I remember, yeah, when I played the first one. You would if you'd run into stuff and your cards start to handle kind of bad, or your bumpers and stuff would fall off your car, and it'd be on the track the next time you come around. So, so one of the things that yeah, I did run into. I rear-ended another vehicle, but it didn't. It didn't disable my vehicle, which I thought, okay, well, maybe there's there's a setting there. So what was cool was once I got going back on the road again and around the track was <laughs> the fact that, like, you could see the hood just wobbling, waiting for it. To, and there, there it goes. It flies yeah, off. Then it so flies off, yeah. Hits another car. Trendy. They spin out, yeah. Or their bumper of the other car that you rear-ended is kind of, like, dragging on one side of the ground. And then it yes. kind of eventually just falls off. Like you're watching a NASCAR race, you know? In a sense, like, it was like that. So I'm curious if that's procedurally generated too, where I saw a couple spin-out wrecks up ahead of me, and that's what happened when I rear-ended that vehicle. But, oh, that's cool. You know, at least they're they're adding something for the single-player gamer, you know? Unlike mm-hmm. a, maybe a Horizon. Fours is a little different. So, yeah. I definitely want to play more of that. But, but I haven't been into racing lately, you know? I've been into more of the adventure RPG games, especially in the past six months. Um, and shooters like Borderlands 3, which is another game I've been playing. Guys, I feel like I'm never going to finish this game. Um, I was looking at, uh, I was, yeah, I was playing again with Jedi Light this, this past week, and I'm like, okay, I'm level whatever I am, level 27. Oh, how many chapters are in this game? You know, and I'm like, I'm at chapter 16. Like, there's like 26 chapters. I'm like, I'm not even fucking halfway finished with this game. I'll never finish it, I feel. You know, unless I had like three other players constantly, you know, and I could really sit down, especially like on a Sunday or Monday and just play for like eight hours straight, you know, for like for for two weeks straight to actually finish the story, you know, or just run through it. Because I have this thing where I could maybe it's uh, maybe it's just me where I I feel like when I run back through an area and what's different with the Borderlands two and the three is that that cooldown is a lot shorter with Borderlands 3. So the enemies are like all reappear again. Uh, I feel like I have to finish them, finish them all off, you know, and fight them again. But that's what mm-hmm. I find enjoyable about this game. So I guess I can't have my cake and eat it too. I want that. Like, I want to be able to finish this, but at the same time, I just want to shoot enemies, you know, and find right. more loot and make more money. Um, so I think I just need to focus and get it done, you know, stop trying to kill everybody. Um, other than that, let's see. Oh, a plague tale of innocence. Remember I was talking about that coming to game pass. Boom. It's there. Yeah. I've seen that come on my phone the other day. It popped up that it was now available on game pass. So I guess what's cool is the fact that I had the trial downloaded. So as soon as I fired it up, I got popped like three achievements and I continued on from where I was, but I haven't made it too far past from what the trial offers. It's just more running and hiding. So right now I'm just like, I've met this old lady and I'm kind of hiding out in her house and I've put on different clothes and, you know, same with my brother who I'm trying to protect. This has like um, a unique art style too, doesn't it? Like I remember yeah. saying somebody like the art style is kind of neat. It is pretty neat. I, I like the art style in this game. So it's, uh, it's cool. So I, other than that, not too much to talk about that until I get into it more and, and especially in the story to find out more about my parents. Um, yeah, but that's that's pretty much it. That's all I've been playing this week. 
I did. I did remember. I did have one more thing I did this week. Uh, I had a day where uh, my wife was gone, and I had some. I had a friend from work come over. He's a big Star Wars fan, and so he wanted to come over and check out my VR. So he's never done virtual reality before. So I brought him over and I showed him how it works. I did a couple of games to teach him, the, you know, the controls and stuff. So once once I got him good and familiar with it, I I launched Vader Immortal on you know on my Oculus. Which is you know exclusive to that, but uh, so that game is in three parts now, and, and it's actually done. So the third part is the last part. So I own the first two, and so they're they're not long games at all. The first one was probably maybe a total of forty five minutes, and it's more of an experience than anything. Like you can't really die in the game even. You can take so much damage. Like when you're when it's telling you to do like your lightsaber training and stuff like that you're fighting this robot and he you can just take as many shots as you want until you eventually just kill it so they they make it pretty simple in that aspect but it's just the overall experience was really cool so so i, I picked up the second one because i knew he was coming over and then the second one and you know it continues the story more and it gives you like a little filler what happened in the first one and and that one, it gives you like the force powers. You know, the first one, you had the power of like, you had like a lightsaber and you're deflecting blasters and stuff like that in VR. But in this one, you get to have the power of the force. So if you just point at something, you can like pick up rocks. And so you had to do a lot of that mechanic in that game. The second one was $9.99, just like the same price as the first one. And it was only a half hour long. So eh, I'm like, okay, it's still a really cool experience. I don't know if it's worth the $10. Again, it, it, it's it's a pretty cool experience. It's it's it is high quality graphics and really immersive. Like the way that they have you do things. Like you have to break open this panel, so you break open this panel, and then you have to pull the panel out of the wall, and you got to rip the cords out, and you got to pull this chip out, and you got to put it in somewhere else. I mean, it tells you pretty much what you got to do, but it just multiple steps to something real simple you could have normally just done by hitting a button or something like that. So. We've hit, he finished that one up, and I'm uh I'm just, I'll just go ahead and purchase the third one. You know I knew it was the last one of the installment. He was enjoying it, and so I installed that one real quick and let him play through the third one. And I could see on the screen why he's playing through VR, what's going on and stuff. And that one is probably about 45 minutes long, also. And at the end, you get to do a little fight with Darth Vader at the end and stuff. And it looks like a neat little battle, but he he played the whole. All three of them in VR and pretty much one one session in the day he was over at the house. I think he played it for like five hours straight total. And he was just loving it. So he was he came back to work the next day and he was telling a bunch of my coworkers about it, you know. And so I had multiple people asking me about VR and how it was. And so I, I still feel like there's a an interest for VR out there. Yeah. I think a lot of people that don't have it yet. And some people are saying it's dying down. And, right. and I still think there's a lot of people that have an interest and I think it just waiting for it to become more affordable for people you know because that yeah that cost of entry is kind of high yet do you are you using your vr a lot yet, so Jenny? i haven't um i would matter of fact i was talking to jonathan hall about it. i'm like you know i feel like you know after i come home and after a physical job of you know i i sit in this chair that i'm sitting in right now and it's and it's boom turn on the pc turn on the xbox and just slump and have a controller and a keyboard and not at the same time, of course, but yeah, and just do my thing, you know, where I mm -hmm. feel like with VR, it's like, oh, I've got to go in the living room and, you know, get break the chair out and get the controllers and the headset, 
you know, it's I almost like it's like stand up sometimes. And <laughs> yeah, and it is a plan of mine. Like I, I think, okay, when I come home, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab that. I'm gonna play this, that Star Wars. Uh, you know, I mean, there's so many games that Jonathan keeps saying you got to try this one, download this one. You know, um, and one game I didn't mention the last time when I did mention the PSVR is we played the Star Trek: The Bridge Crew. Well, I did mention that on the show, but I feel like I want to play more of that as well, uh, especially with people, you know, and each person has their role. And I just think it would just be an awesome experience. Me, myself being a trekker, you know, I have a big card collection, DVD collection, uh, and things like that. So, yeah, I, I just need to motivate myself to get in there and, and play these other games. Uh, but, yeah, I've played little bits of like Tetris Effect, um, more Beat Saber. So, um, my kid, he's been more, he's been more into, uh, uh, super hot things like that. So, and I'm sure he knows, like he can just log in if he wants to play, but you know, he's just been more on that PC. So I just got to break it out, get the headset going. So, yeah, I definitely feel like it's the thing you have to be in the mood for, you know, it just, I've had days where I don't want to play it and I've had days where I really wanted to play it. So, you know, like I guess I like any game, but I think this one, you know, like you said, you got to get things out and sometimes you have to be standing moving around on a day you're tired and so you just don't feel like being that interactive with it you know you just feel like just sitting in the chair and and not doing as much and i I find myself that way like sometimes like i picked up a couple new ones i picked up robo recall the other day also and i haven't had a time to even launch that one yet but that's that's another one i'm actually pretty excited to play i might might have been streamed that one this week yeah cool think that's all we've been playing jesus oh hey guys oh i'm back all right oh back. Uh, i woke up oh. he's he over at the neighbor's party over there oh, you know carne asada mm, yeah. how was it <laughs> oh my god i've been playing red dead this week too guys play a little bit of red dead uh the story and like mm-hmm. having you know i've been playing like frostpunk and apex and all these other like games Yesterday I went back to Red Dead like it was like midnight. <laughs> so you want to play some Red Dead? And I played a, I played that mission that you played for uh, Leopold Strauss, the one where you collect go collect some money or whatever from like the, from a bunch of different people, like three different people you collect money from. But yeah, but when I when I spawned the game, I spawned in Valentine, right? And I get on my I just walking up to my horse. And looking at the level of detail in that fucking game in that little town right there, I was like Nothing compares to this. Like, no other game that I've played recently has this much level of detail in everything in it. Like, the saddle of the horse, the hair of the horse, the ground, the grass, the trees, the the town, the characters walking around the town. You know, and like, I was walking to the town with my horse. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, and I walk and I was looking at some dude, and I was like. Uh, you know, I pressed the antagonize button, and Arthur's like, "You look like trash." <laughs> and the dude's like, "What you say to me, partner?" And then, and then he's like, "I pressed antagonize again." And then Arthur's like, "You heard me. You heard me the first time." <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he's like, "Will you motherfucker? You keep it up, and I'll fuck you up." And Arthur's like, "Well, come at me then." And then the dude's like, he, like, was chasing me, and I'm on my horse, and I just take off running. <laughs> And he's like, that's what I thought. You show your two colors. And then I went back towards him. And now I'm like, 
you fucking sorry piece of trash. And then he's like, you motherfucker. And then he was chasing me fucking forever, dude, for fucking ever. And then he started shooting at me. He pulled out a gun and started shooting at me. So, like, I go towards the sheriff's office, right? Because I'm like, I know if I shoot him back, I'm going to be wanted for murder. So I was like, I want to see what the cops do if I walk towards the, the sheriff's office. And this is shooting at me. And what happens is the dude takes off running away. And all the towns and the, all the, the store, the towns, they all shut down. And it's like, hey, the stores are shut down because of your actions recently. I'm like, what the fuck did I do wrong? I'm the one getting shot at. Yeah, you I'm like, are a troublemaker. I guess. Yeah, you're causing trouble. You're a bandit. You instigated it. I guess. Whatever. And then I was going back towards my camp. And that's where, like, the... Was those assholes, the O'Driscolls? You know how, like, every so often they'll, like, try to set up a trap and get you? They were, like, yeah. rolled out a fucking wagon. There he is! <laughs> and I'm like, this game is so fucking awesome, dude. I was just having a blast with that. I don't know what it was, dude. But last night, just playing that game and playing those few missions that I did, just the level of detail in the game, it was amazing. I was like, and then in my camp, I was just walking around the camp. I wasn't even fucking doing a mission. I was just walking around the camp, and I talked to every single character in my gang. <laughs> And they all have something different, completely different to say. Like, hey, how's it going, Arthur? Like, hey, what do you think about this? And, like, you have a full-on conversation about some random-ass thing. And then you just you can just have that conversation if you want to or whatever. You know what I mean? And then I found the Reverend's Bible. <laughs> and inside the Bible is, like, an alcohol syringe kit. <laughs> it's fucking because yeah. that's a dude that's always drunk, Reverend Swanson or whatever. He's like super drunk, but then you, it's like look at his Bible. I picked it up. It's like open the Bible. I opened it up, and there's like a fucking alcohol kid in there. And then I close it back up, and I was walking around the camp, and like it was just interesting to see how much detail the game has. You know, like I was walking by, and there was Sadie, the girl that you find in the beginning of the game, where her house got burned down, and the, the ones yes. that the Driscolls were attacking. She's and, cool. She's got a good... They've all got good dialogue. She has a good arc in the game. She turns out to be a real badass by the end, but, like, it, it's interesting seeing her in the beginning of the game, like, right now, and she's sitting there crying with Abigail, which is John Marston's wife, and she's sitting there, she's just crying her fucking eyes out. She's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and, like... And I sat there for, like, five minutes just listening to her have a conversation with Abigail, and they're talking about, oh, don't worry, these guys ain't that bad, all this shit. I'm like... God damn, this game is so fucking detailed, you know what I mean? Like, all these things are going on in the game, and you can miss all this shit if you're not paying attention to it, you know? It's fucking incredible, man, what they did. Like, and then, I, I just noticed all the detail, because I've been playing all these, like, other games, like, just multiplayer games or whatever, and this shit was nuts. It was, like, incredible, you know? Just all seeing all that in action was fucking wild. Red Dead. Good stuff. Amazing Red game. Dead. Amazing Play. soundtrack. You finish your mail. The game of the year that never was. Game of the year that never was. Hey, that's true. And you know what? Uh, what I noticed about Red Dead that Death Stranding does really good. And you know how Death Stranding has that music that kicks in when you're walking around. It kicks in at the right time. Mm -hmm. I didn't notice it, but Red Dead had the same thing. Red Dead, when you're riding towards an objective that's far away, you don't really realize it, but all of a sudden the music will kick in. And then it'll just start playing this song, but it's like wild, like you know, wild west country music or whatever. But it's like you can hear like the the, the fucking the violin and the guitars and the, the piano just all just starts playing and kicking in, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? And I was like, it's crazy how I never noticed that before. After <laughs> I played Death Stranding, because in Death Stranding that's such like a pivotal thing that happens. And they have the same thing in Red Dead, but in Red Dead it's just the difference is the music has no lyrics, so there's nobody talking, so you don't notice it as much. 
Whereas in Death Stranding, there's somebody actually singing, like, lyrics or whatever, you know? That's why you notice it more. But it's interesting, man. Fucking interesting. I love that game. I love that game, Gunny. I haven't played it since 2018, I feel. I feel like I haven't played it in a year. I love that game. I want to finish it again, Gunny, I think. Eventually, I'll finish it again. How far How how far are you into the story the second time? Uh, I guess I'm in that first camp still. I'm still doing the first things, like doing the first... Uh, collecting the debts for Leopold Strauss and doing like a few things with uh, the different characters or whatever. So I'm just doing like small missions right now. Like at the beginning of the game still for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm still at the second camp. Like 15% <laughs> into playthrough. the game. <laughs> like I looked at my percentage that I had done last night and I was like, you're 15% done. I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> not even near the fucking <laughs> yep. end. <laughs> Chasing white horses. I got Maybe. the white horse. I got the white horse. That horse is nice. Horse is real nice. Real nice. Anyways. It's news time. It's news, news time. Gunny. I put the news. That's a short news. Alright, anyways, moving on with news here. Gunny, being muted in the game does not violate your civil rights, Gunny. I thought it did. That's what That's a what US Federal Court declared. Sometime during March and April 2019, Admiral Elanzari found himself muted in an online game run by Jagex, specifically. According to Pen, Pen Live, the MMO RuneScape, also apparently he was uh, muted in RuneScape, says here uh, his appeal of the muting was denied, and so he took the next natural, perfectly reasonable step and filed a lawsuit. Uh, okay. <laughs> a reasonable step. That's a reasonable step there. Uh, so he pretty much said that this uh, restraints is is audible as he educates a plaintiff on the basis of constitutional law, blah blah blah. So the lawsuit was dismissed <laughs> by <a> judge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he told the he told the dude he was like the First Amendment and constitutional free speech guarantees. Restrict government actors, not private entities. So, there you go. So, a government cannot restrict your freedom of speech, but private entities can. Like Man. Twitter and Facebook yeah, and Facebook. all these yeah, different... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's the truth. Yeah, when Facebook mutes you or whatever, deletes your shit. It's pretty much that. Uh, yeah. So, there you go. Pretty much this dude was being a little bitch. Just scared that, that RuneScape muted his ass. Yeah, and I think we read a similar story with maybe somebody from like Dota Two or something in that some kind of MMO that where you know they I think they were muting people just toxic, whatever it might be. He probably said some dumb shit and got muted. That's what he got soon. Yeah, that's usually what happens in the private industry. Moving on now, Activision Blizzard and Google have signed an esports cloud deal. That's right. They announced a multi-year strategic partnership covering esports broadcast and cloud services. Under this new agreement, Google-owned YouTube will be the worldwide exclusive streaming provider outside of China for live coverage of the publisher's entire range of esports competitions. So this includes the Call of Duty League, which begins the other day, and uh, the third season of the Overwatch League, which begins February 8th. It also covers Hearthstone and WoW esports competitions. That's World of Warcraft for you people. Um, so as part of this other agreement, uh, Google Cloud 
will be Activision Blizzard's preferred cloud services provider. Interesting. Uh, so yeah. here, we've worked closely with Activision Blizzard for the past few years across mobile titles to boost its analytics capabilities and overall player experience, said Google. And we're excited now to expand our relationship and help power one of the largest and most renowned game developers in the world. So pretty much, this seems to be a hit to Amazon from Google and Activision, to be honest, because Amazon is the world's leader in cloud services, and they own Twitch, which... Right, yeah, so, which so is to give, where you would see your esports viewing. Yeah, yeah, so you would watch esports on Twitch, and then you would usually host your cloud shit with, with Amazon, but this is going to Google on both fronts, so that's interesting. Um, that's it's it. good competition. I like it. The fact that now we'll, people would have to go to straight to YouTube. I guess. I guess. Interesting. You don't have to go to YouTube now, Mayo, to watch, watch. your wowly shit. Yeah. <laughs> and just how much, watch how much Google Stadia. How much stuff do, would you watch works. live on YouTube? I only watch like news on YouTube. Yeah, and it's, and it's like only when like it's something crazy, like the fucking president is giving a speech or something dumb like that. You know what I mean? Like the State of the Union <laughs> or something like that. You know, if it's not on yeah. Facebook, I'll watch it on Google. I watch how-to videos. Um, some streamers, I well, I call them streamers, but yeah, more or less. It's always to of, fix uh, something. That's, that's why I go to YouTube. It's always to fix something. If my car, something's wrong with the car. I yeah, mean, how that's do, what I do. How do I fix this shit in my car? And then if it looks complicated, I will have a mechanic do it. But if it looks like I could do it with a few turns of a wrench, I'd do it I myself. I used to go to how to fix my toilet. I have I have issues. Oh, whoa. that's pretty bad. Sorry. Oh, okay. Next article. Eat more fiber. Okay. Chief Marketing <laughs> Officer that's what Google told me. Jarrett West returns to Xbox from Netflix. So, Jarrett West... Used to be part of the Xbox marketing team. Then he left to work at American Express. And then he went to Netflix. Now he's back at Xbox as a chief marketing officer. And now he'll guide the company with the launch of the Xbox Series X. It's pretty much the story there, guys. Woo! Are you hey, excited? He's back. All right. Right on, Jared. <laughs> uh, oh, Jared wait. West. Jared, didn't... Uh... Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I think it was Ryan McCaffrey had him on one of his podcasts talking about yeah his life at xbox and different companies so heard of him okay i never heard of him but okay cool stuff Cody. if you heard of him i'll believe you i'm pretty sure it's the same Hopefully guy keeps things going the right direction for me because they're doing so well right now right i mean microsoft bring him bring him back the talent man yeah i guess <laughs> now apex Legends season four is called assimilation and here's what we need to know gunny you're, I'm all yours. With Apex Legends Anniversary fast approaching, Respawn Entertainment has now revealed the key details of Season 4, a.k.a. Assimilation, during the dev stream. So, this is what Assimilation will bring. It will bring Forge, a new legend who likes to get up close and personal. Oh, yeah. Ooh. The Sentinel Sniper Rifle and a new battle pass with unlockable Season 4 activities and items. So... To celebrate the first anniversary, players will also get free login gifts when Season 4 launches. For the first week of Season 4 simulation, which begins February 4th, 2020, and then it goes through February 11th, 2020, 
Anyone who logs in during that time, Mayo, will receive the anniversary gift, which includes mm. Year One Origami Flyer Charm, Year One Loyalty Badge, 10,000 XP for your first match of the day, available each day. So, there you go. You get you get up to, like, what, 70,000 extra XP for free? I like Just that. I need to log back in to get my free charms. We're starting around. So it says here the loyalty badge comes in three different options depending on when you took your first leap from the dropship. So there you go, people. There you go. I do like I do like my cosmetic gun charms. What do you guys think of this new character? He looks interesting, right? Got the metal arm. Yeah. He looks like a I wrestler. Haven't, I haven't looked a whole lot into this, but I remember rumors like when I was playing a lot on season two, I think they were talking about what would happen in season three. And a character like this came up under a data mine and they were talking about how he's going to be kind of like a, um, kind of a melee type character, but like basically he can soak up a lot of damage, very tanky and he'll have like force fields and it will kind of like, as he drains, I think it like boosts the people around you or something like that. Um, they were talking like damage. that. So, so it sounds like the game is really kind of starting to point toward role roles, you know, like playing different roles with your characters even more so than before. Before I thought the game would, you would jump in, you know, you could just kind of pick a character, what you liked in that play style. But now I feel like it's maybe going to be to a point where you're like, you're going to have to have a tank type character. You're going to want to, you know, um, healer, you know, as Watson came about, you know, she could do the, the gates and stuff. And that she could also put down that. What's her ultimate like that little force field thing that everybody around you recharges their shields and stuff like that. So I feel like they're going to start focusing more on the role that you're going to play along with the character and just the actual shooting of it. Could be moving towards esports. Never know. Just like uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Mm, yeah. But they need they definitely need more operators. I mean, or yeah, more legends. Moving on now. Speaking of esports, gonna Fortnite Pro pays off his mom's student loans during a stream. That's right. The mother of a pro Fortnite streamer received a late Christmas present recently, and a touch of oh. moment of charity and familial love. In the video game space, according to the loadout via PC Games and Aiden Conrad, who sports a follower count of 1.4 million people on Twitch, called his mother during a recent stream to inform her that he had paid off her student loans using the profit from his streaming career. Before he revealed his deed, Conrad's mother replied in typical motherly fashion, saying she didn't need anything. She says, I don't need anything, Aiden. You've done enough for me. And blah, 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 all that bullshit. Good stuff. It's just fun. Yeah, it's just a good feeling. Yeah, that's nice of him to I'm do nice. for his mother. Mm. <clears throat> nice. Maybe he should pay off his own good son. loans. Go to school. Go to school, guy. That's what I would be doing if I was one of these East streamers or whatever, dude. And now I was super fucking, like, making a killing off that shit. I would be paying to go to school. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just in yeah. case somehow streaming falls under, like if it goes away or something, something something happens, you know? You fucking lose your hands or something. You can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. Gotta have a fucking fallback option there, Gunny. You have to, right? Stay in school. Stay in Get school. Get an education. Or do drugs. One of the two. 
either going to become a drug addict. Don't do drugs, just stay in school. <laughs> stay in school and do drugs. <laughs> oh, 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 better. Woo! <laughs> Another piece Sorry, of news. I've had too many martinis here. Nintendo doesn't have to refund digital pre-orders according to a European court, but this case has not been appealed. This is Nintendo fans in Europe got some bad news this week. It says a new court ruling cited with Nintendo's ongoing practice to not let users cancel digital pre-orders. According to a Norwegian gaming site, Pressfire, the consumer authorities of Norway and Germany sued Nintendo for not letting users cancel digital pre-orders purchased from the eShop. The case went to court at the end of last year. This week, the court ruled in favor of Nintendo, meaning they can continue the practice for now. It says here... There's reports that the German Consumer Authority has now appealed this ruling. <laughs> oh. Eh, yeah. What do you guys think? I think Nintendo should let people cancel pre-orders. That's kind of shitty. I always hated that. When you cannot yeah. cancel a pre-order. It, well, I think that, you know, I think when you see it from maybe like a Microsoft or an Amazon or, you, you know, a Target. I don't know. I'm just thinking like American. It's usually more, Yeah. Like where they do allow it, where they do kind of cave, you know, but it's more for marketing, you know, they don't want to lose shares. I don't know. Maybe Microsoft, Nintendo just doesn't care. You know, they're just like, hey, look, we put these, you know, it's Japanese, you know, we put these rules in place. You read the contract. It's You buy now. Down. You, you buy now. It. You know, it's you a, it's read a samurai the way, honey. Samurai yeah. way. But I agree. They should, they should honor it. You buy now. People change their minds all the time. Pokemon Go's live events drove nearly $250 million in tourism revenue last year. That's right. In tourism revenue, Gunny. Fucking Damn, tourism. Niantic wow. Labs. I that game died a couple years ago, or last year. Niantic Please. Labs says as live events for augmented reality hit Pokemon Go have contributed to $247 million in tourism revenue last year across three cities. This announcement came on Wednesday, was paired with the new schedule for 2020 events across Pokemon Go, Ingress Prime, and Harry Potter Wizards Unite. It says here, over the last seven years, live, real-world events have been central to Niantic's goal in leveraging technology to create interactive experiences that foster exploration and discovery, active and healthy lifestyles, and lasting friendships, Mayo. Wow. That's right. So, they said the biggest revenue generator was last year's Pokemon Go's Pokemon Go Fest in Chicago, yes. which drove an estimated $120 million in tourism expenditure from players attending that event at Chicago last year. You know what blows my mind is, I'm listening to this podcast, it's a well-known podcast, but he was talking about how where they do this, like you said, in Chicago, and I guess even in like 2017 where, I mean, connection issues, server issues... It was a real shit show, but I think the fact that people have such passion for this game. You, you show up and have fun with your friends, man. You're fucking there for Pokemon Go, motherfucker. Who cares? Yeah, that most people are like, fuck it, we're all here together. We're all fans of the game. Yeah, Even Gunny. Even it's like right, motherfucker. We don't care. That 64,000 attendees across that four-day event. And then another Pokemon Go fest. The other one was in German city called Dortmund. Dortmund. <laughs> there was 86,000 attendees that went there. Generating a total of sixty million dollars in tourism revenue for that city. Damn, those are true. As well, right? as well as St. Louis and Philadelphia. There's a Harry Potter Wizards Unite event, also in Liverpool, England. So St. Louis, 
Philadelphia and Liverpool, England, go and hang out for the Harry Potter Wizards United events. That's right. Damn. When are we going to get the Minecraft? And Ingress will have another event later on this year as well. That's right. That's right. Fuck you, Gunny. Fuck you, Gunny. I need to go to one of these in San Jose or San Francisco. Show up with your stupid cover, shit. Cover it. See what, what see what all the hubbub is about. Uh, what are we doing now? What is going on here in this piece of news? The internet has now decided that Doom Guy and Animal Crossing's Isabel are best friends now. No. <laughs> That's what the internet I has decided. I never knew they were enemies. Yes. That's what, I don't know. They're just best friends. What's really weird to see a guy from fucking Doom hanging out with the little dog girl from <laughs> Animal Crossing. But I guess they're best friends, guys. They're their best friends. I just know that it says that the appeal of the crossover is obvious. Doom guy fishing or relaxing on the beach. Isabel holding a shotgun the size of her body. It's funny. Why shouldn't Doom guy be cute? And who's to say Isabel wouldn't take up arms to protect her town? It's clearly meant to be. And I can see them podcasting together. Ooh, Apparently, there's people a podcast. Can I say the article that I'm doing a podcast? A little video? This is some shit the internet would come up with. God damn internet. Oh, you fucking people. <laughs> Whatever. Moving on to more piece of news here. Let's go and move on now to Tencent. Tencent is now trying to grow its gaming empire with an acquisition of Conan publisher Funcom in Norway. They plan to purchase this developer for $148 million. They already own... 27% of the company in stocks. They want to buy out the rest. Oh, fuck it, we want to just buy you guys out. We're going to own you, motherfuckers. You know, it, you know how they own like certain percentage of different companies? It's their strategy. So let me ask you guys this. like, what, What's it going to take for them to just come up to Epic and go, we want it all, right? We'll just buy you out tomorrow. They want to do it. You cannot yeah, buy them. Yeah, it's not their MO. I get it, but... <laughs> Yeah, I think Epic makes so much money, though, and they you just couldn't buy them. You couldn't buy them. You would have to offer them, like, $30 billion or something. Yeah. It's probably something they looked at, like... You couldn't just buy Epic. Before, like, they make Fortnite. too much They make too much money, dude. They make a billion dollars every fucking year off of one game. It, yeah, but look at Microsoft. Like buy... Minecraft at billion dollars or whatever it was, or... But Minecraft wasn't doing a billion dollars when they bought it. When Microsoft bought Minecraft from Notch, it was a big game, but it wasn't like the game it is now, as big as it is now. It was big, though, but not as big. It was like Fortnite, almost, where it was just making a lot of money, but it wasn't wasn't as big as it is right now, where it's the biggest game in the world. True. I'd say it'd be like trying to buy Star Wars from Disney. You know, like, you just, they just, they're not going to get rid of it. Yeah, you're not not going to get rid of it. You couldn't get rid of fucking, um... Yeah, you can't get rid of like those big games, and I don't think Epic was going to sell out. They, they wouldn't sell out to Tencent. Why? They have no reason to. They make a ton of money already. For Christ's sakes, the motherfucker bought a forest. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was just he, thinking like he bought his own fucking forest with that money. Yeah. Buy yeah. every forest. Uh, moving on to some more piece of news here. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm stalling, guys. I cannot find any more piece of news. No, I was it's just looking at it. so forward. quiet. It's just a time of year. You know, it's yeah. just. Yeah, pretty much. 
What was it? Uh, Dying, Dying Light 2 was delayed since we've last been on the show? Oh, yeah. Dying... Oh, that got Indefinitely. delayed, too. I didn't hear that this week. Indefinitely. I didn't get a chance to check, check There's, there's not even a release date for that. It's not even a maybe it's going to release this or nothing. They're like, yeah, we don't know when this is going to be done. No, I heard that. Just never. It's never going to be done. I think I, without anything official, I think I heard it was some kind of like game-breaking bug. Like they found some kind of major bug in the game that was really messing it up, and they're trying to resolve it. Oh, stop. You know what I think it is? Like, I keep hearing the same thing is that, you know, a lot of people want their games closer to the launch of the next gen consoles, which makes sense. So just come out and say that. Well, the right? reason they I just heard want that. To do tons of advertising. The, the reason Cyberpunk was PS5. delayed is because of the Xbox. They say the Xbox One original and the Xbox One S is too weak. Well, so, right. They have to make these different versions. Well, like what, we talked about before on the show. That's, that's just the way it's got to be. Yeah, that's what Cyberpunk apparently A minimum is. spec and an Xbox Series X spec. Same thing with PS5. Well, no, they're coming out with their own. Well, that sucks, though, because that means that increases their cost. They have to develop for three different consoles now, four different consoles, five. They got PC, they got PS5, they got PS4, they got Xbox One Series X, they got Xbox One X, Xbox One S. That's developed for six different fucking consoles, on your six different machines. Not to mention how many different configurations of PC they have to figure out, you know, that shit has to run on. Yeah. It makes it difficult for them, I think, and, and I don't know. I, hopefully, eventually, we get to a fucking situation where we can fucking just not have to deal with shit like that. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, I get it. They want to be cool, right? They want to say, hey, it's available on your current-gen console. You don't have to buy the Series X on day one. But at the same time, you know, if I'm a consumer of the next-gen console, I want... You know, I want that exclusive. You know, I want to make it worth that purchase. But at the same time, you can't just... I think that was the thing for me, guys, going back. Thinking back to the Xbox One, where I, you know, I did make that purchase, that upgrade. I bought these exclusives. I even upgraded, you know, which was cool that they had, you know, these upgrades even from GameStop was a participating member. Um of, hey, go trade in that game to make it now an Xbox One upgrade. But at the same time, I was still I still had these friends on the Xbox 360 that didn't upgrade, you know? So I would go back and play Minecraft and uh, Call of Duty and Borderlands, you know? So, because it wasn't until later that they did just come out and say, here's the Handsome Jack collection on the Xbox One, you know? It's the same game. It's just, it's not even in 4K. It's just, here it is, you know? 1080p. This is just on the next gen console. Yeah. So, but it'll be interesting now to see. Oh, this game runs in 8K, but you know you've got the 4K TV, but it's backwards compatible and it's available on every all family systems in our family. You know that all consoles. Yeah, so I have for news. Besides that, Red Dead Redemption 2 saw a substantial increase in sales when it came to Steam. <laughs> so like, what? Yeah, like no. a, a hundred and ten, they had like a 110% boost in sales when it came over to Steam, they said. Oh, so, yeah. It's weird, yeah. though, because you're buying it on Steam, you still have to download it to their launcher. Right, you still got to download the So it makes uh, no sense, right? Rockstar launcher. It shows how, how loyal people are to Steam, I guess. 
<laughs> they don't give a fuck. They'll still wait to buy it on Steam no matter what. There you go, man. You fucking steamer people are so you big steamer. Hey, big steamer. Hey, you want to read that hey, article? I bought it. Or did, I bought it on the Rockstar store. See? See? Yeah. I, I'm converging. Mm-hmm. I, I think people just want their games in one place is what it is. I think people wait and buy it on Steam because they want it in their game library. Yeah. And, you know, the well, whole whining multiple launchers thing. But, you know, it's just nice to have all your ducks in a row, I guess. All your all your games in one place instead of having a couple on this launcher and a couple on that place and a couple on that place, you know. Look at- so, And that's my only guess is why they would be doing it. I, myself, I, I would just buy it from Rockstar because... Like you said, it's just going to launch the Rockstar launcher. I do the same thing with the Ubisoft games. I don't buy the Ubisoft games on Steam because it's just going to launch Uplay off of Steam. And so I'll just buy it directly from Uplay. Unless I can get a deal on Steam. You know, that's the only way. Yeah. Uh, Big Steamer, do you want to read that article you just put in about this new GPU? These are rumors. Um, which is, I'm sure will come to fruition. Yeah, actually, I just pulled another one up, too. So so a couple of these articles I just found. So it's believed right now that, let me click on this one here first, that right now that NVIDIA, they think, is going to release their next round of graphics cards around June. And that's that's the time they typically do release them. And it says the, you know, the hype train. You know, I have the hype train for NVIDIA's next-generation Ampere GPU is... It's really starting to gain traction, and the rumors are fueling are fueling the release of the Ampere Ampere for 2020. Uh, they're saying basically they think Nvidia is going to have a RTX 3070, 3080, and a 3080 Ti, and the 3080 Ti they're thinking is going to have like 16 gig of video RAM, which is up a couple couple of gigs from what they have now i think they have 11 now so like it's gonna be up like five gigs so it's gonna give it a lot more a lot more horsepower and uh, um just higher frame rates so i, I think you know this uh, summer we're gonna see these new gpus coming out from nvidia to battle what amd is doing because amd has also got a new graphics card coming out that's supposed to beat the 2080 ti and yeah. they're claiming, I think, 17 teraflops for you guys that want to talk about teraflops and and stuff like that. And so the AMD is going to be 17. And I I guess the way they're talking, they think this NVIDIA one's going to be even more powerful than what the AMD one's going to be. Well, what they yeah. say is that the 3070 card that they're releasing is going to be even more powerful than the 2080 Ti by quite yeah. a bit. So imagine how powerful the 3080 Ti is going to be compared to that one. And they're saying they're using like fifty percent less power. They're 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 more power efficient and putting out more power. And going to be cheaper. And cheaper. So if all that is true, it'll be interesting to see what Nvidia has in store this year for graphics cards. AMD is supposedly going to be releasing their RDNA two based cards, which is what they're calling their Nvidia killer cards. That's what they're going to have in the next consoles. That's what I'm thinking. It's what's in the next mm-hmm. consoles. And that's weird, too, because you see articles already saying, and they're going, well, that, that NVIDIA killer is targeted toward the 2080 Ti. That's yeah. going to you know beat the 2080 Ti performance. All of us who just read these articles know that the NVIDIA is going to come out with a new series card. So 
is it really an Nvidia killer? It's like okay, you can beat a card that came out what two or three years ago, you know, finally. Hmm. When Nvidia is just going to launch one about the same time, it's going to be more powerful, so they're not really killing anything. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're going to be they're probably going to be way cheaper though. Yeah, I'm hoping they have like a really nice price point and can make it more affordable for people to jump in. Yeah. That's that's our thing, right? Where we look at that and we go, "Oh, great. This will bring the card that I wanted last year to a to a price that's more affordable for what oh, I fuck what that. I could put no, on my PC." I want a 3080 Ti now. Well, you know what? I wanted I, <laughs> my cake and eat it too, but I can't afford, you know, yeah. to have this 3080 Ti. That's why I'm waiting for the upgrade to later this year. So I'm still debating, man. Yeah, I'm same. Fuck. I look, don't get me wrong, dude. I look at cards sometimes like on Newegg or Best Buy. I'm like, fuck, I should just, I should just spend the money and get that 2080 card right now. And I'm like, no, Jesus, no, wait, motherfucker, wait. <laughs> Every yeah, six months, in, there's in three or four months, you're going to be kicking yourself. Yeah, because I know, and like, yeah, exactly, because I know like in four months from now, I'll be like, oh, stupid Jesus should have waited. Oh, fuck. Oh, look at this new car that just came out. Yeah. <laughs> so, Especially if it's going to be like double the power or yeah. like, even like say a third. Say if you get like 33% more power out of the card, that's, that's quite a jump. Well, I think know? it's going to do like so, ray tracing and all that shit way better than the current cards do, you know? Because the current cards do yeah. all that, but they take a big hit in fucking, in the FPS, you know? So when... I think, I think we'll see like 100 FPS range with ray tracing on yeah at 1440 or even 4k even is i bet what the goal is going to be or 144 at 1440 with ray tracing and then probably like i said like 104k yeah for sure anyways anyways so we have for news people let's move on now and talk about the question of the week Let's do the console corner first. We oh haven't my. done that in a while because I need to talk about these consoles. This PlayStation 4, <sighs> this Xbox One. Yes. So, folks, welcome to the console corner. Um, and for the January games of PlayStation Plus, we still have the Nathan Drake collection <laughs> and Goat Simulator that you can go and download now. Have you downloaded those, Gunny? <clears throat> yes. Yes, I have. That was the first thing I did uh, before I went and played VR was went and claimed these games. Even though I'll play for, never played Goat Simulator because I've probably gotten it free on other places. It's no, a it's horrible not, game. It's not that unless you're twelve. Game. Yeah, unless you're like a fucking little kid. You're not like it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. It's one girl like a goat, these dumb terrible yeah. graphics. Yeah, I don't like it. Um but anyway, if somebody loves it, go go purchase it for free. You may want to play it never. Um Moving on to the Xbox One games for gold. You still have the Batman, the Telltale series. And your backwards compatible game for the Xbox 360 is the Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy. It's Star Wars, man. You have to go get it. I've played probably all those Star Wars games on 360 uh, leading up to the Xbox One before I grew up and never played them and now. But I have a passion for that Batman 2. It's such a great game. Lego Batman 2, that is. Uh, and, hey, I've added another column, guys. I felt, it was, I felt it was important enough. And that would be for the Xbox Game Pass. And I wanted to just kind of highlight a few a couple games here. And that would be that a game I've already talked about, A Plague Tale of Innocence or Innocence. Um, it's a great game. It's, it's, I can't wait to get into more of that. 
And another, I think it's an RPG. It's called Indivisible. So I think it's a side-scrolling, real-time action game. Uh, so interested to see that. It's on the download. Um, so maybe talk more about that next week. Over on the Evil Apex Store, guys, our free game this month, or this week, I'm sorry, and is the bridge. Not sure what the bridge is about, but Fuck I did purchase the bridge, it. Bro. Fuck the bridge. Go get the bridge on the Evil Epic Store, guys. Claim it for free. Uh, let's see. Oh, you know what we have? This is a column I have in here, guys, for Steam free games. But it's not something I ever speak about because they don't believe in free games. But no, this week, as a matter of fact, this month, I believe every game in the Half-Life series is free. Is it free to play, Mayo? Do you know? I don't know if he's in. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh, it's free to play now until Half Life Alex comes out, and then you got to pay for it again. So what what Steam used to do is typically they would do uh, free to play weekends, and then you could play the game all weekend, and then they would put it on sale at that time too. So if you played it for free and you liked it and you wanted to continue to play it past the weekend, you would buy it while it's on sale. So what they're doing with the Half-Life series is making the game free to play until Half-Life Alex comes out. Or you wow, can yeah. buy it, I think, for like, it's like $18 for the whole set or something like that. Or I can't remember the exact price. Uh, it right is. But, um, okay, so the bundle, looking at the whole bundle, it's 40% off. So in American dollars, you're paying $36 for the entire okay. bundle. But that includes yeah, like the orange box and everything else. Uh, there's an anthology. Yeah, so. So for the anthology, it's 13 So it's still relatively cheap. Their, their goal is to get you playing. Hopefully you'll like it. And then just, you just, you know, you continue to want to play on it, on it. So you'll buy it at that point. Yeah. And there are certain aspects of the game. For example, Half-Life 2. Uh, I do see, see some free items in here. Like that, the year-long arm in Half-Life 2. And original Half-Life, the Freedom Chronicles. So it's funny, I've never played any of like the original Half-Life, so I'm curious to see, you know, are there mods for these games? Are there visual enhancements? I mean, that's something I don't know. Um, they, so, still yeah. look, they, they hold up really well. I, even though they're an older game, you can you can play through them and, and, and enjoy yourself, I think. It's kind of like Portal, you know? You go back to yeah. Portal and it still looks pretty well. and the The graphics are simpler, but they... They introduced a lot of mechanics back then that just wasn't a common thing to see back then, you know. So stuff we take for granted that we have nowadays in our games, they started introducing some of that stuff in the game. It was kind of ahead of its time in that series. Yeah. And speaking of that portal, I like so when I play through Portal Two back on the last gen consoles, I was like, Oh, this game's amazing. Um, I actually did download that. I think maybe it could have been the beginning of Games for Gold where we got Portal 1 for free. And mm -hmm. so I was like, oh, I need to play the original. And I mean, it was okay. You know, graphically, it was not the greatest compared to 2, but um, it was still overall a decent game. So, and a little bit of the Orange Box that I played. So yeah, I that's why that I was... first started playing the Half Life series is all the Orange Box for myself. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, uh, let's see, anything else since Jesus stepped out for a moment? Um, no, I think uh, that is it for our console corner stuff. 
the Epic Store, and the free games on Steam. Uh, let's see, anything oh, else? Finally! Yay! Hey, we're done over here, Jesus, with that. I think we're oh. now ready to move on oh, to wow. community questions. Wow. What is our community question Welcome back, of people. the week? Uh, <laughs> so the community question of the week was, the non Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed till September. What is your most anticipated game for the beginning of the year? And we have some answers. Oh, never mind, never mind. Cyberpunk's been delayed. Can't do that. So. On Facebook... Our friend Stuart McWilliam answered, "What actual games are coming out to?" <laughs> Alicia, Alicia said, "Doom and Animal Crossing on March twentieth." Woo! You guys excited? Yes, oh yeah, sleeves in Animal Crossing too. The new Doom trailer that just came out last week it looks cool. I guess it's fucking Doom. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Smooth shooting. I don't really yeah. give a fuck about those games. People are like people lose their minds over those games. I'm like, it. It's kind of boring to be honest. <laughs> to me, it is. You know, because people can say the same thing about me playing Call of Duty all the time. But at least I'm playing multiplayer where I'm ranking up and getting new shit. What do you get in Doom? You get upgrades. I guess you get better guns and shit. Don't you? you get upgrades? I can't remember. That's a good question. What are you getting doomed, guys? What are you getting doomed when you play? What did you get in Doom 2016? What did you get when you beat the level? I didn't play, play a little I bit of it. I, just the satisfaction of killing everybody in the room. I guess. <laughs> That's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I know there was like upgrades and shit. Wasn't there like upgrades you can get in the game? Stuff like that. I don't remember, man. I don't either. All I know is that it doesn't interest me. And this one, quite frankly, I'm kind of done with Bethesda. Fuck them. I don't give a fuck about their games. But after that great experience <sighs> of the uh, Wolfenstein that we had together... They could fuck right off, dude. They could really just fuck... You know what? You reminded me of that. Fuck Bethesda. They can fuck off with all their games. Until, until the next Elder Scrolls game comes out, they can fuck right off. They can put out any Fallout game... Any other bullshit they want to Elder Scrolls Online fucking garbage shit. Uh, fuck them. Um, don't talk to me till they bring out the Elder Scrolls 6, which will be like another you, five you have, years. You have a lot in common with uh, Chris uh, Frederick. His answer was you know, another Elder Scrolls game. Oh, <laughs> there you go. That's a yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. A little tie in there. Nice, yeah, I didn't notice that. What the fuck? <laughs> awesome, Chris. Yeah, just give me another, another fucking Elder Scrolls. Yeah, fuck yeah. Fucking bullshit. Fuck do like. Yeah, so over on to the next answer, uh, Ted Ted Brace Bracewell. Um, yeah. he he mentioned Doom also, but but he mentioned Ori, and I am excited for the next Ori game, minus the. Uh, the flood stage. Have you, have you guys played Beat Ori? Nope. The blind no. No, I haven't beat it. I don't get the hype of that game either. It's some bullshit ass side scroller, fucking garbage, trash game. Yeah. I fucking, like my side scrollers, I guess. Fucking but bullshit ass game. Fuck that game. Fuck Doom. Fuck you guys and your stupid games, Mayo. <laughs> well, hopefully they don't have that level. There's this level you have to go like vertical you gotta go up and there's like a flood underneath you and you have to like time jumping across and you gotta keep moving all the way up before this flood gets to you and it was so aggravating so hard but it was satisfying when you actually beat it you're like yeah yeah you know I finally beat it after so many tries I kind of hope they do away with that but I'm kind of anxious to play this new one again I'm I'm looking forward to playing it 
Such a such a good game. Yeah, Commandalorian says Assassin's Creed Vikings. The fuck is that even a game? I don't know. Did we see this at E3? Well, I don't, I don't remember it. seeing no Assassin's Creed Vikings. What the fuck is he talking about? I'd have to Google it. Uh, Better Holic says Dying Light 2, but we know that's been delayed, unfortunately. They haven't even announced the next Assassin's Creed game. What is he talking about? Oh, he's talking about the leaked images. Because there's leaked images for Ragnarok, which is apparently the next Assassin's Creed game, but... It's Viking based, but I don't. They haven't announced anything officially, so you never know if this will even come out before. Yeah, here, before Cyberpunk. Right there's a. Let's see here. There's also, ooh, uh, Jason Peeler on Facebook. Um, he mentioned the Nazi zombies, which is the Zombie Army Four: The Dead War. That looks cool. I would, I would yeah. get that if I was February on console. 4th, that's coming out. Yeah. I know the PC people won't be buying that shit. They won't ever buy shit. Yeah, I'll be buying that on Xbox. Playing that with Wingman. And a few others. Only if crossplay was possible, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, only if crossplay was a thing. Right, because that, be that won't be on Game Pass. Not yet. Fucking I mean, it won't be. Shit. I doubt it would come to PC where Rebellion would most definitely put that on Steam. Eric Lazy. Lazy, La- Eric I've Lazy, dreamed. Eric Lazy, aka Pipe Dream. <laughs> he said The Last of Us, which I guess, yeah, it's coming out early in the year. I guess it counts. So, yeah. Jedi of Light says <sighs> Resident Evil 3. Do we know the date? On yeah, from March something. That would count. That's a good one. Yeah, March twentieth, uh, isn't it? <laughs> I I just typed in Resident Evil three <laughs> release date and it was like September twenty second, ninety nine. The old remake, I guess I should say. Uh, Nipron is for that Final Fantasy seven remake. Uh, well, that's another remake that'll bring you back. Yeah. And game of the year contender. And Jesus, can you can you guess what Commander uh, <laughs> Nips, old Eric, Epic? Oh, uh, let me guess. This is Resident Evil. Resident. Hey, good guess. Resident Evil Three. Remake. Another Eric. Remake. Uh, another game of the year contender for Eric. Yeah. Another fuck old him. game. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, that's it. Game of the year. He's gonna want to duke out Final Fantasy Seven and Resident Evil Three. Maybe we can just make Eric a category. Of remakes of the year, <laughs> his <laughs> best remake of the year. Yes, Eric's <laughs> picks. We'll call it. Fucking fuck, Eric. Fuck you, Eric. Motherfucker, you. And then, and then Jesus, we'll just put Red Dead in there and just say this came out this year. Yeah, we'll why not? <laughs> you know what? We'll make Red Dead game of the year just to just to kind of <clears throat> spice it up. Fine, there you go. One. Fucking. Uh, what's the question for this week? Who wants to go? I've done the question last week. I got one. It's kind of a simple one. Okay. I'm just kind of curious though, since uh, the new consoles are coming out, you know, next next year, and we've seen a little bit of a glimpse of what some of the features going to be in gaming and stuff. What would be a game one or day one buy for your new console, the very first game 
that you buy for your new Xbox or PlayStation 5? Wait, what, do we, what will be the first game you buy? Yes. Well, how do we know that if we don't know the launch lineup? Uh, we, we're kind of hearing some of it this now. This is a it stupid like question. This is, this is a question you should ask in the week of June after E3, man. What are you doing? I think I think yeah, we've seen some stuff coming out. I don't we think have not seen shit. We haven't seen shit. I bet not you PlayStation. June, right? Yeah, I bet you PlayStation has some crazy shit lined up. Ghost of Tsushima coming to okay. PlayStation oh. Five, November fifteenth. Spider-Man Three coming to PlayStation VR. Five, and then and then what else? What else? What else? Uh, fucking Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, what the fuck did I just say besides Ghost of Tsushima? The other game that I just said, and then what else? Some other shit will be coming. Killzone. Oh, a new Killzone. There you go. Killzone Three. Whatever the fuck we call uh, it. Remake. Horizon Zero Dawn Two. Horizon Zero Dawn. Two. I did hear whatever Horizon they call it. Horizon Zero Dawn to PC. Yeah, apparently yeah, they've been doing that. All right, this is, this is a rumors, guys. This has got rumor mill going here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Rumor mill has it that the PlayStation is going to be announced on February 5th, <laughs> which is very like close, like 10 days from now. So I highly doubt that that's true. But maybe sometime in February, like they did last last time when PS4. And apparently when PlayStation announces the PS5, they're going to talk about specs, games, and shit. And then they're going to say that, like, a lot of their big games, like Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC, God of War is coming to PC, and all that shit. And that Horizon Zero Dawn will be coming to PC this year. Which is pretty big. But I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't know if that's true. I, I hope it is. Cause I kind of like to play it. Uh, I watched a guy stream it the other night, and it looked it looked pretty fun. But uh, it's not a game I, I can't wait for. I'll, I'll play it when it comes out. Kind of kind of like Detroit Becomes Human. I'm I'm enjoying that game, but I wasn't continually just no wait for it because yeah, we Horizon was okay. Stuff, I mean, you know? it was cool, but like I never finished it. <laughs> some some I lost my way through there somewhere, like in the end of the game or somewhere in the middle. I just didn't care enough, you know? Like, ah, fuck this. And I even bought the one that had, like, the Ultimate Edition. Like, it has, like, that expansion thing with the ice. And I never even launched that. So I don't know what the hell that's all about. But, yeah. Mm. Fuck all that. Jesus, are you telling me you bought some DLC and you haven't played it yet? Oh, yeah. What DLC was that? On the Ultimate Experience PlayStation 4. Hmm. I remember a while back you were saying how you buy the ultimate versions and then you never play the DLC. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. That's me buying all the ultimate versions because I'm fucking dumb. I fall for the hype. I don't know why I do that. That's dumb. Anyways, question of the week was whatever Bayo said. Um, uh, or maybe hey, we can just rephrase it as, what game would you buy day one if it was available? How about that? If it was available. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, we'll, throw the, we'll throw that if in there since we don't know exactly what's coming out yet. Let's say, what is your day one buy if it's available on the new consoles? All right. You heard that, people? What is your day one buy if it's... We're going to have to post it in the Facebook mail and the Discord because I don't know it. <laughs> and 
That's it. Pretty much, you can find me on Xbox Live Gamer Tag, Jesus Walks Lot on PlayStation, Jesus Walks Lot on everything, Jesus Walks Lot. Jesus Walks Lot is spelled just the way it sounds. Jesus Walks A Lot, capital J W A. No spaces. All together now, Gunny. All together now. Awesome, man. You can find me on most things, Gunny Chief. Yeah. One word. One word on your place on sorry not there on Xbox mm. on Steam on mm. the UPlay Store on the Evil Epic Store mm. uh, on Twitter Gunny oh. Chief oh. but over on the PlayStation I am HGP Space Gunny so dumb I don't know you got you know what maybe the community should just come up with a new name and That's I'll change stupid. it Gunny Chief maybe how about that one huh how about that I tried one? it I got locked out I think I was telling uh, Jonathan <laughs> that I got locked out of that account. Because it's under an uh, old email, so I can't so unlock it for my PS3 days. So, so I'll have a. Uh, you know what? Blame Jonathan Hall from over at that. Uh, those guys. It's his fault. Jonathan, anyway, guys. you just wanted to have a stupid name. I think that's what it was. <laughs> he was yeah. like, you know what? I want to make him like, get a dumb name. So he just. I'll make him do that. Tell him it's good. We'll do that. Mayo, where do we find you? No, oh, you're going to find me pretty much everywhere as the Mayo one. And you're going to find me on Discord as the Mayo. The Mayo. The Mayo. The Mayo. That's episode. Guys, guys. In the bag, Jesus. Where do we. Guys. What did you say? Hold on, guys. Oh, yeah, I went to Walmart yesterday. And I was buying stuff. And I had to pay for bags. Oh, yeah. You told me there's new laws in fucking effect. Fucking five At least you can smoke all the dope you want. Five cents a bag, dude. And then the guy was like, well, they're reusable bags. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, really now? And apparently, Walmart sold me five cents reusable bags. They're only five. That's cheap, though, because normally they would be like $3 at Target. or. But no, they look, they look just like the old school plastic grocery bags, but they're just thicker. Oh, I have, okay. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like maybe a department store bag. Just, yeah, or durable. Yeah, it looks very... Uh, Interesting. I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I gotta buy my... I completely forgot about that new bag thing until, like, the dude was just handing me all my stuff back, like my milk, my cereal. <laughs> She's like, here you go, dude. I'm like, well, why are you not putting it in bags? And he's like, because I can't until you tell me to. I was like... Hey, that's like oh, the new straw law shit. here yeah, in California. Yes, yeah, the new straw law, yes. Same here, Gunny. You have yeah. to ask for a straw? Correct. That's the way so it works because I deliver dumb. to restaurants and bars and things like that, so... I already knew how it worked where you have to request a straw. Yeah. Because what happens is if they just hand you the straw, they go to jail in communist California. Yeah, same here in Oregon. You, you fucking get a fine or go to jail or whatever. But, like, yeah, you get, like, go to fast food, get, like, a soda. You got to ask them for a straw. You can't just, like, drive off because they won't hand you a straw, dude. Like, you know how mad I'm going to be when I come to California to visit Gunny? What the fuck's my straw? And I'll be like, these bastards did give me a straw. Luckily, I'll have like three or four in my glove box because I have a couple hoarded in there, I think. They <laughs> you know? all pissed off. You know, I think you have it's all the straws that you want. There must be some kind of like loophole in the whole drive through thing where I think that, well, at least here, you know, I mean, they're able to say, okay, you're, it's, you're kind of good to go. You know, in the drive-through, right? Oh, Where they don't, they never. Whoa, leave that whoa, whoa! They're breaking the law. There, they McGunny. are. They are kind of like rewriting the rules over here. Mm -hmm. I should just sue them. Jack should. the box, you're done. Sue them for giving you a straw. <laughs> Tell them you didn't you want finished. a straw. No, you got to say you didn't want the straw. 
And anyway. you, you feel offended. They assumed that you wanted a straw and that they gave you a straw and they forced it upon you without the you ever consenting. The they're leaving upon this earth is atrocious. I'm, car- I'm calling... Uh, you fucking tell no, him that you name. saw a turtle with a straw in his nose and you're yeah. fucking pissed. I'm, I'm going to put... I'm just having an angry video on YouTube. Sue all of them. Luckily, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you straw-free. We love you. Peace out, Russell Sprouts. Good night. Bye. Bye. We're done. We're done. We're fucking yeah. out of here. Bye. See you next week. On the next edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Bye.